This is how valid is the validity. Does it look alright? Is my hair okay? <laughs> you ever notice sometimes you look in the mirror right before you're ready to go someplace and you're like, damn, damn, why can't I look like this every day? And then a camera hits you and you're like, there I am. There's the guy I know. You fat, a hair out of place looking <laughs> son of a god. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Absolutely. I hate cameras. Yeah, they're not very sweet. They're not. What is the deal with that? I look in, I got a mirror downstairs that I'd pay $3,000 for. I look so good in it. <laughs> what are you doing? Dude, it's too early. <laughs> Idiot. Is that the milkman? That's the milkman. He's supposed to be here at eight. I told him eight o'clock for conspiracy corner. Whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely uh People that the camera is is good to. Name one. Share. Share. Yes. That's sunny, it. Sunny and share. No, it's not definitely not sunny. Sunny's photo. His last photos were rough. His last photos. Oh were rough. my. Is that bad? Yeah. Is that bad? <laughs> Jared Neiman, everybody. Wow. Wow. Way to come. Uh, this is the last year. You're show. swinging. <laughs> coming in swinging. Coming in hot. You know, I and maybe I'm wrong, but um, probably am. But I, I would say that last week with the snow and ice uh, felt more like the quarantine that more like a quarantine than COVID did. Do you disagree with that? You couldn't even get here last week. That's true. But it's not because I, I didn't want to. So, no, yeah. I, so maybe maybe you're right. But yeah, you know, it, it was it is pretty weird to watch it because Nashville is such a, a city where people come from all over the place. We know that. So you get people who've never seen snow in their life. Oh man, and no trucks, no 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 salt, yeah, no nothing. They'll get stuck in literally just like a a snow cone. <laughs> I I centered on a snow cone. What kind of car do you have that you drive around in snow? You have a Jeep, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, a uh, a future guest built it, but uh, it's a uh, an old CJ five, a seventy eight, and it's just uh, runs great still. Yeah, whole nine, huh? Yeah. Well, th thanks to thanks oh, to our buddy oh, down downstairs. I, I'm going to put a radio in it before I die. I know you don't care, but I'm I'm going to come. I'm going to be the first guy to ever go to somebody's driveway and put a radio in their car. <laughs> Let make up for the couple of, that got stolen in high school. So I'd appreciate that. I watched MacGruber the other day. Remember that movie, MacGruber? MacGruber. And he and MacGruber had a, one of those ones where it was a it was a actual like handle. It was like you were holding a bucket, you know, because you you it popped in you put the handle down underneath and it's what locked it in. And then you, and you, he was carried around everywhere he'd go. Oh, I remember those days when you'd put the, the head, the face of the unit in the glove box. Yeah. The old pull out. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does that anymore. Yes. I guess I, here's how to stop. It's not. <laughs> so what do you, you know, I could get, I want to get into some stuff, but I mean, what have you been doing lately? I mean, you know, what's going on with you? Do you writing some new stuff? You playing some new stuff? What are you doing? Yeah. I just put out a, a new song uh, around, well, February 12th, around Valentine's Day. And it's a song I wrote with my buddy Dan Smalley. And it's just uh, something, one, one I kind of recorded in my basement, just trying some new stuff out. And uh, anyways, it's I still feel like it's a video game. You know, recording is just so much fun. You just get yeah. addicted to it. So I've just been 
writing nearly every day. I'm about to leave tomorrow, head to Texas to do uh, uh, an acoustic show with, with, with Tim Montana. I don't know if you know. Oh, Tim. sure, absolutely. Doing, yep. some, doing a show for some veterans, which is always, you know, uh, good be, time. The best shows you get to, sure. get to play. Yeah. And that's tomorrow. You leave. We'll we leave tomorrow. Oh late, wow. Late tomorrow, and uh, he's he's a wild one, you know. And, and sometimes when we get together, it's wild times. It just, I just I mean, hate. I just hate that. Uh, you know, uh, hangovers hurt more than they used to. Yeah, but it's the truth. Yeah, it, I was like the last one to go uh, out of a bunch of our friends. Like I could just, it, I, I didn't get hangovers. But now a little bit, I was like, man, it's hurt. It hurts. It takes a whole day. But it's, but it's awesome, probably for people that are young to get hangovers because they learn their lesson and they actually stay really healthy. If you don't get hangovers, then you never learn your lesson. Yeah, you're not from West Virginia, obviously. I know you know. People get hangovers, and there's nothing healthy about it. It's McDonald's for breakfast and well, you, Cokes. And, and moonshine for dinner. And moonshine for dinner. So there's your hangover problem. I got a question. So how, how many days have you gone in a row like the first day you started? Drinking? Yeah. Oh, my God. How many? What, I don't what, know if what, what is your admit that if it's more than one. <laughs> you know, well, here's the deal. You know, we go, we've been fortunate enough through music to go to the Key West Songwriters Festivals sure. and the Isla Harris, you know, stuff like that. And uh, you're there for a week with all your friends you never get to really see because everybody's lucky enough to be on the road. So when you get together, you just kind of catch up for lost time. So it's not like I don't sit at home and be like, man, I don't think I'm going to have some eggs and bourbon <laughs> i'm not saying it's never happened in my life but i'm just saying I, especially on continuous days i'd have to be outside of nashville with somewhere with a you know some some friends and a sunburn but i'm asking how many days in a row how many days in a row can that you remember i have no idea that, like where you just the first day was and the last day were the same amount of probably the same as you i mean if if we because we went on vacations down to the same places so Probably a week. Four or five days. I stayed up for 80 hours one time, and that's an honest, no nap, nothing. And that was, uh, I was on tour with Brad Paisley. 80 hours. 80 hours. I don't, I mean. That's like, either you that's like a day or, and a half. Yeah, either a day and a half. Either you, <laughs> you know, I'm sure some people don't believe that, but it, it took me a month to feel normal after that. But I was staying up editing a video for the new Faces show for radio. I had gotten like all this, I went and bought, to, went to Spencer's and just bought all these party favors because when you play the new Facia show, the country radio seminar, it's an honor. Five people get to play and it's, it's a radio votes to see who gets, to, you know, or who gets allowed to play. And, but, but it's a tradition that you get a th up to a three minute video before you go on. And it's usually attempt attempting to be funny. Yeah. So I thought, why not just get like tons of party favors and just put out like a slip and slide indoors, you know, and just do all this crazy stuff where this guy shows up for band, uh, you know, auditions. And I said, you don't need your guitar or whatever. And you go in and it's just mass chaos. So we just shoot all these with all these angles of iPhones. This is, you know, back in the day when people had done that, but it wasn't like yeah. as easy. So everybody sent me their files and I was on the road to Brad and I had at like hours of footage that I had to cram down into three minutes. And man, it was, I, everybody that was involved in it thought it was pretty funny. But when I took it to Sony. Oh my. They did not find it. They didn't th think it was very funny. <laughs> they said it was just drinking games. And that was the whole point, that it was so obnoxious that it was a joke. And I wasn't in it, except for, like, the very, very beginning and the very end. So they didn't, they wouldn't play it? or, or, or No, they, they, uh, they I had to go to a, a, a 
editing studio. At first I had to shoot more. Like I was a teacher teaching the one at one of partying. So they cut all a lot of the, like we had, we drank for like several hours and had this gigantic beer can pyramid. And so we had the slip and slide. So we all had the, the uh, football helmets on with the beer cans and we were dressed in trash bags. And so we would drag J.R. McCoy, slide him hard as we could down this long <laughs> slip and slide. He would just smash through this 10 foot tall pile of beer cans. And then we put, we had another pile of beer cans, a pyramid on this like shelf. And he just, jumped and almost did a flip through them and it was just funny it was just ridiculous he had lee bryce in there having a shot oh a, my a shot ch- at checkers game or chess game with him he had you know randy hauser was there and dustin evans just it was just mass it was mass chaos that was obviously a joke and it was taken that and i knew everybody that watched it would know that it was a joke sure. but a but few they people did. didn't think it was funny and so that that well i mean that's kind of where we're at in today's world right i mean you know it yeah. It only takes one guy in that whole industry to everybody that you could run it up the chain could think it's great. It only takes one guy to say, uh, no. Yeah. The boss. Yeah. <laughs> but Who was the boss at that time? Well, and I'll say this, it was Gary Overton and he didn't yeah. say anything about it, but it was, it was just, it was in, it was in fear that I would offend people at radio and then think that, you know, it's gone too far, but there was nothing. It was just literally beer drinking games and some like shots. Lance Miller was eating a bowl of cereal the entire <laughs> Like some little weird snippets in a robe. I'm just bizarre. <laughs> Who had somebody had a Mickey Mouse hand? It was just weird. And you know, we had this one funnel that had like eight hoses coming off of it, and it was just cut into all these scenes of just pure chaos. And that was his band audition. At the end, we both we have these astronaut helmets on, and we fall down. And then he says, well, "What do you think? Got to join the band?" And I was like, "Yeah, you joined the band." And that's that's the of, it. Yeah, that was kind of the. Did it ever get? Did I, did you it's ever put on, it out ever? It, it's on YouTube, the original, but no one really knows about it. Oh my and god! I had this long hair, so I pulled like these huh. peat chunks that are like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I see why they didn't like it at, at certain certain spots, but it, I thought it was pretty funny. So let me ask you this: I mean, th- th- this brings up a good uh, of all the stuff that's happened over the last couple of weeks, uh, months, maybe the last month. And I, I'm not, I don't want to get into deep because I, I just saw. Um, I just saw the story about Luke Combs and the Confederate flag issue, and I and honestly haven't heard. Okay, about so it. you know the Wayland, or the what is his name? Wallen, Wallen, Morgan, whatever, yeah. whatever. Wallen and him. So it, it's the country music is now falling into this this situation, and and I don't know what it, whatever the case is. I guess my question is not so much about these issues as it is. Do you and maybe and and I kind of think we've touched on this before, but do you have to think about everything? anymore as or, or i know you used to say or we've talked about it before where you're like no i'm just kind of be myself and that kind of thing i mean is that is that changing now because you're it's just the police are out i mean well there's definitely things that have offended people for for you know many generations and and you know i feel like that's there's certain levels of stuff that you know everybody's working on and and it obviously has been a, a huge problem and need some resolution but there's other stuff that at some point it's not that i mean people should you know it's okay for people to get offended it's just why would you let yourself get offended so easily Easily, right if it's some of that you know the newer stuff some of the lighter stuff you know and i guess in some people's mind none of it's none of it's lighter but it's like you just letting something run your day something so subtle just because it's a double entendre or you know it's not even a you know, something that's the the whole world agrees that is something you probably shouldn't uh, 
prey upon and use, you know, behind the scenes in front I, of everybody, you know, publicly. But I just feel like it's just, it, it is ridiculous. Think about comedians or comics. Oh. How are, you know, they're like, the, how do you cancel a comedian? The last stand, you know, the last frontier. Yeah. If they, if they, if they can't speak freely, because a lot of times people don't understand if you don't have a certain sense of humor, that shock value, like if that's offensive to you, the person using the shock comedy knows it's offensive and it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. You're like, Oh, you're right. Not, you don't really think like, ha, 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 ha. it's not literal. <laughs> like you want someone a body found in a dumpster or something. And that's not funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's not, it, it can, but I'm sure in certain ways, somehow somebody could probably make it funny. I don't know. I mean, would, would we have had Eddie Murphy and some of these other comedians? I mean, you know, like Bill Burr is a big example because he doesn't give a carrot at all. And and to the point where I don't know that you could can't can you cancel somebody that doesn't care? I mean that's yeah they canceled themselves before you canceled. But I mean it's money, it's yeah, all I mean, it is. I mean that that's what makes the that because anybody that that doesn't make any that anybody that just has a, a nine to five job for instance that sits on Twitter and tries to complain about everybody else talking and saying things that are stupid even if they didn't necessarily mean it or they messed up has nothing to lose but a guy right a career that's very successful or whatever the case is or or somebody that's really at the top 10 percent of his craft it's got everything to lose so it just takes one person you you can't cancel mildred or is it karen or mildred (laughs) you can't cancel karen she doesn't you know she works at wherever she works but i mean i don't know that's my thing it's very hard to see some of this stuff i think that i think one thing that sort of it's hard to wrap my head around at times is the when you're canceled for something that is i mean you know decade or, or, or oh so man bad. because here's the deal real life changes people people learn they grow you, you're not the same person and yeah i mean everybody's made mistakes there's not one human being alive that hasn't done something that they wish they could take back you know so it's like it's just putting that on front and center and running someone's life it, because it's vindictive and it's, they're doing it on purpose to hurt them. They're not exposing saying, Hey, this person needs help or Hey, they, you know, look, you know, they're, they're doing it to destroy them. And it's probably goes to different layers of stuff that's upset them in the past that they've done or a, a personal vendetta of someone they know. And, and not only that you, you know, I, and, and where I grew up, if I got mad that somebody at somebody that happened to be Mexican or a black guy or a girl or whatever the case is, I wasn't mad at the whole gender or race. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't, this whole thing about personal uh, accountability, you can't be mad. It's almost, you feel bad. If you get into an argument with somebody that's not your skin color or your gender, you, you can't do that because then that makes you not about that person. It's about everybody that, that person represents or is in that same category. And that's what I think. How, how, how is anybody going to be able to speak or talk or piss anybody off? How how do you do that? And that, that to me is what the most interesting part about this is to me. But yeah, I think that obviously around, you know, well, the last four years in the election, everything was so heightened. Everybody was, you know, uh, ready to, to go crazy. It seemed. Yeah. So I feel like, if everybody, if time truly heals, I think as time goes on, depending on, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. And sure. And, but I'll say that, you know, it's all, it's whatever's on the radar at the moment. 
you know, and and it brings things to light that need to be seen, but also so many other people overreact, you know, in their own way and want to make it about them. And I think when someone decides to be the victim that has nothing to do with even the cause of what's being said, you know, if you're at a party and someone says something that's offensive, they can at this moment instantly turn everyone against you because they painted you instantly into a racist or something like that. When that's just sad that it, it, anybody, no matter what group of people you are, all get looped into, you know, to one, to one thing, one, one state of mind, one philosophy. Well, that's just not true. I mean, there's, we all have friends from tons of backgrounds. I don't even, you know, it's sad that there's, that there's people on the extreme sides of all that muddy the waters that the good, the good people that are just living life. Everybody has the way they're raised and their fundamentals and ideals and stuff. And no one's the same. And that's what makes our country great. But to just say everybody's either good or bad because of this or that's horrible. I mean, it's so unhealthy. And I, you know, I I hope that everything just cools down. But like I said, we don't need to have, there's certain problems that clearly every, you know, everybody needs to come together and look at, but there's also other problems that I feel like are echoing off of the larger ones that are a little dramatic at times. And I think that a lot, okay. And, and, and that's exactly right. And, and the issue that the trickle down effect is becoming to where used to you, you'd see things in the news or whatever the case is. And it would be people and you, and you'd be like, I, I just don't feel that. Like, I don't get that. Most, most people would be that way. Like, I don't, I don't have that problem with, with people or whatever the case is. And you'd see it on the news and it was glorified and exuberated, whatever the case is. I'm starting to see it now a little bit more, just where bigger issues are starting to come into smaller issues, even at the gym, you know, when you see people interacting, you can just, people are just, people are just fucking pissed. They're pissed. I don't even, maybe it's not even about what's going on, but they're just mad. And I don't know that I can blame them. I got to be honest with you. And I said it a little bit ago last week, I could have, I could have maybe taken Andrea out to the, to, to a snowy place and left her there. You know why? Because I couldn't (laughs) leave this house before with COVID. I could, I, I, I'm just kidding. Obviously I, I would just leave her there. I wouldn't tell anybody. Uh, but the, th- the thing about it is, is like, I, I was, I was like not having a good time last week. Like last week was almost worse for me. And I, and I thought, my God, what if, and I've said this in the past, what if, what if a pandemic really like a pandemic that really caught us off guard and was really killing everybody from zero to 80 and we couldn't leave our house and we couldn't go any place and there was no food and all that kind of, what if that really happened could we could we do it everyone was trying to kill each other over wiping their ass <laughs> if it, it came to actual food or water it would be man it, it, you would see the primitive nature of everyone and it would not be pretty people would be doing things that they didn't even know what is the deal with toilet paper in your opinion what why, why is that a thing I think people just are gross. Don't want to have to deal with being really figuring out an alternative. That's why, you know, there's a lot, there's these bidets on Amazon for like 19 bucks. <laughs> they don't, they're not, they don't work with my toilets, but, uh, I'm telling you right now, it would take a fire hose. I couldn't do a $19 bidet. Hose. I don't know. You just, you, it just take a minute. <laughs> no, it's like getting your teeth clean. <laughs> After the, if you keep up with it, you're okay. No, I'm telling you uh, in Brazil, bidets are like, it's like, it's Europe. Bidets are in everybody's house. It doesn't matter what your level of whatever the the actual commode thing. And I got to be honest with you, the last time I was down there, 
I maybe sat on there 15, 20 minutes. And and it got to the point where it was beyond cleaning. It just felt great. Yeah, you were just <laughs> surfing the web, I'm sure. Probably a couple of websites we might have heard of. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like there is a benefit. But those ones that were where the, the it comes out off of the, your toilet seat and stuff. No, no, it doesn't. It's not the same thing. Do not think that that is a bidet. It's not. Okay, it's a water fountain for your. Butt. It's exactly right. It's a. It's one of those school water fountains. Now you're right because a tr- traditional bidet has hot and cold. You know, you never. <laughs> yeah, you're right about like, that. You know, right. we, we would go play the you know play these casinos and and the casinos always hook you up like it's bizarre like that. You all of a sudden you have like this gigantic suite. The night before, you you know, you're just chilling at a place to grab a quick shower. Now that you're in Vegas, and you're like, what the hell? This is amazing. And you know, I always saw those bidets, but I just I never thought anything of it. Well, I just you know, I, I thought it was a water fountain at first. <laughs> I'll, tell me this. No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know because you probably I don't know did. If it. I want you. To yeah, know. I think that you drank out of it. That's what I think. I didn't drink. I'm joking. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take this to another level, and and I'm gonna say this. So right now, and maybe you don't know. This is not a thing. Probably you you pay attention to, but right now there's this whole big deal about freedom of speech and censorship going on because the the letters and 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 really it's a it's a it is totally a Democrat versus Republic thing, Republican thing. But but Congress, based on what the situation is right now, is going after TV stations and radio stations to get rid of these conservative stations, the first, uh, all this kind of stuff, because of misinformation. So here, here I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a couple of clips. These it's kind of funny, kind of not. It's just all whatever. So this is Representative Jackson. Uh, she's a Congressperson, and she was talking. And I'm not saying that this. I think that she probably did do this and it was just a miscommunication or mistalk or whatever. But the problem is based on what we were just saying is people hear this and they go after it. So let's watch this. I just want to go here for, Oh, please dear Jesus work. I've held an AR 15 in my hand. I wish I had it. It is as heavy as 10 boxes that you might be moving. Uh, and the bullet that is utilized, a 50 caliber, these kinds of bullets, uh, need to be licensed and do not need to be on the streets. 90% of the people want background checks. Over 60% want a ban on assault weapons. 80% plus want red flag laws. And um, I would venture to say those numbers would be similar for storage laws and for licensing laws regarding uh, the question of firearms and ammunition. And finally, interestingly enough, Americans support the buyback program, which all of us could have in our respective communities. So obviously, shes I, I believe, after watching that a few times, I'm like, wait a minute. She's talking about a Barrett 50 cal. Yeah, AR-15 clearly doesn't shoot a 50, 50 yeah. caliber. Well, right. It isn't a 50 caliber. Right. But I mean, not only that, but it's neither is it heavy as <laughs> right. it's, 10 boxes of whatever yeah. she's talking about. My, my problem is this. Like, because of today's society situation, you hear her talk and say that. Of course, conservatives jumped all over this. Like, you know, they don't even know what they're talking about, blah, blah, blah. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it when Democrats do it to Republicans. It's just not, I don't, I don't think it's right. But if, you, if you're somebody that's a, a, that is for gun rights, or whatever. You're taking this and you're running with it. You're taking anything you can get, right? Is this a problem 
when she says stuff like this that isn't correct, and when we look at people losing their careers over things that they say that maybe they didn't mean to say or it was an accident or whatever the case is, or they were drunk, does that bother you? And I want you to be honest here. On your level, as far as just being human being and, and worried about what's coming and things that you don't pay attention to, this stuff is coming. Whether you like it or not, it doesn't affect you because to this point, it hasn't affected you maybe a ton or it, you got, it, it, you know, it got caught before you put something out that you shouldn't have or whatever the case is. But I mean, it's starting to come down to the, just you and me. Does that bother you? Does it bother you at all that, that any of this? Well, I think it comes down, of course it bothers me. It comes down to the people that we elect who are willing to fight and for what? Because here's the deal. Everybody has an idea what's right and what's wrong. So I guess, you know, in that case, everybody's right, everybody's wrong because it's just it's just how you look at it. But you got to go back to the Constitution and know our rights. However, when there's not certain specifications on what guns and stuff, there's so many loopholes. So I know that they all have an end game. Everybody does on both sides of the fence. And it's all strategy to get to that end game. Usually we're fed with misinformation with a particular narrative in mind to for all of us to to follow one way or the other. The problem is whenever you put something like that out and your information is not even correct right. for the narrative, I mean, <laughs> you think you'd at least learn the information, you know, because then you would keep the your, narrative you, going. You keep your opposing side, right. some of that down, if you just knew knew the correct facts. And obviously, I mean, I mean to me, I you know, I was raised in a small town. I own plenty of guns. And I just, to me, it just blows my mind that there's so many, I mean, there's hundreds of millions of people that have guns that have never even had anything more than a speeding ticket. If you took all their guns away or all their, you know, let's say anything over a certain caliber, all I'd be doing is making somebody defenseless against, because as soon as you take away someone's right, it's like tying someone's arms behind their back before they go in the ring to protect themselves. It's a, it's bizarre to me because you could still find a gun anywhere, you know, and the people are going to find the guns are the ones that are obviously trying to prove that wrong, break in. I'm talking about breaking your house. Right. Rob you, murder you, and then now you don't have a way to defend yourself. So I see, I, I can listen to uh, both sides of, of the argument, and I, I understand that if, if we just took all these away eventually, maybe. But there there's so many guns in our country. So, I mean, the Emperor of Japan said something along the lines of World War II, you could never invade America because there's a gun behind every blade of grass. <laughs> People bury guns, they'd hide them. I mean, it just would be like prohibition in a way. It would just make it worse. All right, so here, now, now I'm going to show you clip three. And, and, and literally, this goes into exactly what she was talking about. And then, I, and then I want to ask you one more question. We can move on. But look, watch this. And I'm sorry, for, uh, I'm sorry for the language. I apologize for this. I apologize for the language. Mm-hmm. Put, my, put my shit back on this fucking oh, 
Yeah. I, I, I saw you when you got out the motherfucking car. You, you, you tried it. Took my shit back on this motherfucking porch. You done lost your motherfucking mind. You done come up on my shit and took my shit. You got it. You lucky. You got it. You lucky. You got it. Motherfucker. That was an AR-15, right? No, or was that? Uh, I, what? What? It looked like an AR because it. it I don't know. It, I just yeah, thought. It, I thought it looked like one. But I mean, there I you go. It's, yeah, I mean, it's that guy stopped right now, brought the package back. The guy didn't even have to put the thing up. That that's what gets me. I don't think that people that are have this narrative understand. Maybe, maybe everybody should that 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 feels like guns should be taken away from people should have to shoot them first, and and be in a situation where. You know, they it might protect them. I, I don't know. I, I will say this. I took the class to carry a gun and it came to taking the test and, and I and I didn't do it. And and I tell you why, because I feel like if I put a gun on, I'm asking for it. Something in my mind says that if I put a gun on and I go out into public just to go to the store, or whatever the case is, I'm I'm asking the universe to send me a reason to use it. And, and maybe that's wrong, but I mean, I was even telling John the other night about this and he was like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And people, I believe in the secret, right? And that whole thing. And it's just like, you strap that thing to you. It's, you've got to be thinking about it at least for the first few months. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. There may be something to that, but also it's weird. You know, some people will go write their will and then a week later die. And is it, you just have an instinct that you're going to die and you do that? Or is it? the other way around where you brought it into your life. I mean, obviously I have no idea, but the thing is, it's just, I mean, it just, and I know there's, there's two things. If you're not raised around something, anything, when you're exposed to it, you're right. It scares you. It freaks you out. You don't like it. You're uncomfortable. And it takes just time to be exposed to it, to understand. And that's, you know, and I think that's what you're saying about, you know, also about guns. It's like, it's obviously a lot of people have died. It's also, Many people who defended our our country and the free air we're breathing. There's, you know, in any in a country that our size, one little one little thing, one huge thing, anything happens, we see it everywhere, and then it just instantly is applied to all of us. And it's just, I just hate that it's all news is nothing but bad news. Yeah. And there's just so many, so much good, cool things going on all the time, but people just, I guess, apparently by nature aren't as interested in that. And keep their attention if it's, you know, happiness, I guess. But are you not, are you not that way too, though? I mean, we all are, you know, right. That's what I'm saying. So that part I get that part. I understand. And you have to dig for stuff like on Netflix, when people talk about the good documentaries or things that, you know, are more upbeat or more, whatever you want to call them. You know, there's just something about those don't take you out of your life. They keep you in it. And there's something about entertainment, which news is really look, Doing this once a week and researching and reading and getting clips and all that kind of thing, I didn't understand the twenty-four hour news cycle. I never understood like what you know. I, I get it. You have to you're, you got to figure out what what to do. And every day for twenty-four hours, you've got to say something. Somebody's got to be talking at all times. I couldn't imagine how that. I I, I can't imagine more how that's taken news to another world. Because if I had to do this every day and keep content going all day, morning, noon, and night. Yeah. I would just, you, what you would start doing is what you do with music. And, and you know, instead of writing those songs that you want to write, you start writing songs because this is what everybody's 
listening to right now, you know? Yeah, they're fighting for everybody's attention and whoever is the loudest and has the craziest thing to say wins. And it's just so, it's just so horrible for the rest of us because not that there's not bad news that needs to be put on the television and for awareness for people just to understand, but it's the deliberate lying and maneuvering around the truth on both sides that get us all in trouble at each other's throats or or whatever they're trying to do. Or maybe they didn't even try to, but they, their egos are so big, you know, uh, politicians that they don't even care at some point, you know, I mean, like, like when Trump, Trump came along, he was, I mean, can you imagine some of the emotions, some of those people in Congress felt the way, I mean, like (laughs) when you would call them crazy names, they, I mean, they haven't probably felt that. I mean, obviously they've got to be extremely competitive and a lot of them are, you know, older attorneys that who knows what they've done and they haven't had any, anybody mess with them like that probably since they were kids. Not or, that level. Right. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was just mass. It's just, it, it blows my mind how the, the sage is the most experienced and whatever, supposedly well-respected people in our country who are supposed to repre- represent us globally. Once ego gets involved, everybody reverts back to being a toddler. I, that's why. Uh, that's why I don't leave home anymore. Honestly, just, I just I, my ego has just gotten so out. Of- <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break, uh, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. May, you can call in if you want, and uh, and uh, and and talk to us if you'd like. And John's here. Uh, Hello. Yeah, <laughs> and that's about as far as it gets. We'll be right back. Sponsors of how valid is the validity? Audison amplifiers. Feel it. Hertz, Marine and Car Audio, hear what you've been missing. Verdoliac Law Group, let us help you. Aurora Nutriscience, True Liposymol Supplements. Guidance Whiskey, look for guidance. Cartronics, customize your ride. Sony Mobile, Car Audio 2.0. Modern Media Geeks, be found, be relevant, be on point. Chris Weaver Band, live and streaming entertainment. How Valid is the Validity, Wednesday nights, 7 Central, 8 Eastern. To be a part of the show, call us at 808-707-8108. That's 808-707-8108. Or you can email your thoughts to Weaver at HVVCast.com. make their living trying to help others, but they are human beings and human beings sometimes make mistakes. When a doctor has worked for 24 hours straight, fatigue and lack of focus can lead to critical mistakes being made. Other times it's the policies or system that's to blame. For example, when a doctor or nurse comes in on their shift, 
they are forced to rely on charts and records created by others. Sloppy paperwork or inaccurate record keeping can give the doctor an incomplete picture or even worse, the wrong picture, and that can lead to serious injury or even death. It's called preventable medical error. Recent studies claim that preventable medical error causes up to 400,000 deaths a year. That's nearly as many deaths as caused by smoking. When this happens, those responsible must be held accountable to compensate the injured person or their family. But the good news is, just like you and I are required by law to purchase auto insurance, doctors also get insurance coverage in case they accidentally hurt someone. For help, call the Verdoliac Law Group. Doctors and nurses make their living trying to help others, but they are human beings, and human beings sometimes make mistakes. When a doctor has worked for 24 hours straight... Oh, sorry, Andy. That's okay. God. So is it doing it now? Are we back to that again? No, it's working fine. Okay. You just go streaking? No. <laughs> Man. I set it up for them, the girls to be able to watch the show downstairs, and it doesn't work. That's just disappointing. Something's always... Andy's always screwing something up every week. <laughs> well, we are, guys. We are a little disappointing. <laughs> Everybody, Jared Neiman is uh, with us. We got John Dewar in the house for Modern Media. How are you, John? I'm fantastic. That's great. Nobody cares. Uh, the thing ah. about, and Andy, Andy, I haven't heard Andy. I'm look, here. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. I uh, am here. Andy's here. And so, listen, I just want to let everybody know, too, that we're going to be doing a, a show, me and Jared and Ward Gunther and Love and Theft at uh, Sonny's here in Nashville. Um, I think I'm going to try to give a couple of tickets away to somebody from the show. And I, I'm going to fly them down and they can <laughs> pay for their own hotels because that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but I think I am going to give tickets to someone, so we're going to figure it out. But uh, Guidance, Sony, Cartronics, uh, Verdoliac Law Firm, Sonny's, and then Aurora, which i got to get up there eventually, all uh, helping us out with that. So, and What kind of law group is that? Uh, they are personal injury, and uh, they are also they also do uh, immigrant protection. I think it's uh, they also do that. Dog bites. I, I'm going to say mostly ambulance stuff. Ambulance stuff. Like yeah, ch chasing them. The, the chasing serious, them. the serious stuff. <laughs> the serious, <laughs> the stuff. How you make money? The stuff of how of you make a money. Of course. Speaking of making money, um, I don't know. Every time I ask you a question, you you you, you don't seem to. Pay attention to the current events. So I'm just going to throw this out here. Did you know about the Gorilla Glue hair scandal? No. <laughs> Are you serious right now? I swear. What, I, I have no idea. Do I stay I, in my basement recording all the time? I mean, I, I kind of. What, what happened? Okay. All right. So there's this lady. There's this lady named uh, Te Tessica Brown. Tessica. Yeah. You know, you know we got. Jessica's too worn out. Trust me. I know. But <laughs> Tessica Brown, uh, and so she basically uh, put Gorilla Glue in her hair, all up in it, and and for a month tried to take care of it herself. Uh, it did not work. It, it essentially made a small helmet on her head. And she TikToked the thing out. they living hell out of this, okay? 64 million views. 64 million views. 64 million views or likes or 40, whatever it was. It no, was views. Yeah. Yeah. 64 million views. This goes, this goes everywhere. I mean, everybody's picking it up, whatever the case is. She puts it on her hair. Okay. Now, when I think of this, when I, as soon as I just hear the story, I'm like, Oh, somebody got away from her. Whoever takes care of her. 
right? The nor- no normal person would think that you go get a spray can of Gorilla Glue and apply it to your hair and your head, right? Right? Normally, yes. Okay. I have to agree. So I watch. <laughs> I was going to show the video, and uh, yeah, I lost it. I lo- I had it edited in this whole nine, and I lost it. I, whatever. So I'm going to explain it because <laughs> it's never the, the martyr. It's always the people that come after the martyr that yes. are really, really much more funny, right, and entertaining. Point being, she goes through this whole thing where, and they start a GoFundMe account, raises like 25,000 bucks. She goes, some plastic, some big plastic surgeon out of New York or LA says, I will take it, I will take it off of you for free. So, so they had to get a plastic surgeon. It was a, like a four or five hour surgery. Right. Yeah, because it was literally a helmet on her head. GoFundMe had to hold, freeze the account and, and uh, what's it called when you investigate it because to make sure it's like not fraudulent, like, because what will people do? I almost would like to know if in your devious scent sense, what you would do, what you would do to yourself if you thought or knew that maybe it would get you that many. Have you ever thought about that? Like, cause you eat the peppers, you do all like all that kind of stuff and you just do that for fun or whatever the case is. I mean, I think we're looking at now a chance of somebody like you who just doesn't can't, you can't say no to a challenge. Isn't that a thing? No, I can't say, I can't, <laughs> I, I'm sure I can say no, but I'd rather have the devious scent. I'd rather get into trouble than to do something and want everybody to see the trouble I'm getting in. Right, so you would I mean, not I'll be eat, a TikToker. Yeah, I'll eat Carolina Reapers and stuff just to see what ha- happens from my own experience of being miserable or whatever. But I don't. I'm. I'll tell you what. I did do the cinnamon challenge, and I, I put that, posted that, and uh, what is what is that? You just take like a, a spoonful of cinnamon and just put it in your mouth, and most people will breathe it in. I guess some people have passed away, got in their lungs. I didn't know that. I was literally just sitting eating lunch with our band at, at a place and someone mentioned it and I was like, I could eat a spoonful of cinnamon and I said, I ate it, but so it's, it's it, the challenge is eating the challenge because the, what I just figured is obviously I know that it's going to be airborne as soon as I breathe. In. Right. <laughs> so I just smashed it down with my tongue and just, it all didn't have saliva on it and nothing happened. It's a lot to take in cause it's a lot of cinnamon, but anyway, <laughs> I just did it cause I thought, I'm, I I don't know. I just don't. I guess I you don't just care. didn't care. But even posting that, a lot of people got mad at me because some people had died doing it, and you're bad influence. But I was like, man, <sighs> I I just did it to. I didn't know it was a thing until after I did it. So, so are you on TikTok? Uh-uh. Okay, I I I I'm going to take it off my phone. It is it's too much for somebody my age at this point in my life. It's too much. It's too much. It's on steroids. It's any. It's all social media on steroids. It's awful. And, and the idea, and I was telling Andy, cause you can, if once you, once you load this sucker up and you type in a couple of your interests, it, it's immediate. Like, it's just like, bam, first video. And then it's just all day long, nonstop. Well, I see why now you're getting it off your phone. I know what your interests are. Oh no, that's you don't not. Want, you don't want your 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 lovely lady to walk up behind you. Chris, <laughs> I can, uh, Christopher, I've got a clip on here. I can get it right now. On YouTube with that Tessa, Tessica lady, if you want to see it. Uh, yeah. Can you bring it up on, on the screen? Yeah. Yeah, do it. Let's see. Yeah, I can do it here. That's got to hurt. Uh, oh, I, it, it did. And oh, 
Go ahead, Andy. I, but I, I'm going to finish my thought on that. Okay. Yeah, I'll play it right now. Hold on. You got this. Oh, it's not taking the video. Is that her getting it taken yeah, off? Yeah, it's her getting it taken off, but it won't show the video. I thought it would show the video on YouTube. I'm sorry. That's okay. You know, but here's the deal. Because you were saying who knows what people do for attention or money, and I get that. But you know she was going to... There it is. Holy Oh, you Moses. can see it now? Yeah, I can up. see it. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, if she were to decide to have plastic surgery, she wouldn't want it to be that. I mean, obviously now she does, but... Dang. Well, okay, so here's the deal. Oh, that looks... It's, it's unbelievable. I can't imagine... That had to freak her out. I mean, the, the fact that she stayed so strong with the fact, here's what happened. And, and, and there was no context given to this story. She, used, she uses like a Tresemme or some other kind of, it's called hair glue, but it's a hair product, right? So she's at her house and she doesn't know what Gorilla Glue is. And she runs out of this product that she, that she uses called hair glue. Oh. Gotcha. That's what happened. And you don't hear that. So you think that she's just some nut job in a house someplace and gets all this attention. That's not what and happened. She just thought she was using something a similar product. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that sucks. That sucks. And But that's what life is now. Yeah. You don't get context, even with something like this. Yeah, she accidentally does something. Accidentally. The whole world's paying attention. And, and, and for her, she got a talent agent from it. Well, I mean... Andy, can you bring up that video? Then it can't be. I'll uh, look for it. Yeah. Watch this. Maybe she'll become uh, a big star. So I'm going to tell you that that's not going to happen. As far as I mean, I feel bad for that's her. And this, that's not going to happen. 64 million views on the hair. Yeah, that was it. That's but crazy. but right. that's it. Man, so I'm... so here's what, like I said before, it's not her necessarily that's, that's killer. It's this guy. It's this guy. That's your name, too. I'm gonna show y'all something. I got some gorilla glue right here. Super glue real. Why so? I'm gonna take it, put it on this cup, put it in my mouth. Then I'm gonna be the liquid and get it off. It's easy. Gorilla glue garbage. Tell you now. Why so? Put it on you. After one of those weeks we talked about get back to Nashville and that's me. Can't get this red solo cup off my face. Oh my god. So he so he's in a situation where they got it off. If it does not heal correctly, they're going to have to take his whole top lip off. Oh man. Well, you know, I was just thinking he must have at some point ran across Gorilla Glue and, and it didn't work well. And maybe someone filled water. That's exactly right. And then later he's like, this is, this is, crap. This is watch. And then oh. <laughs> famous last word. I, mean, I don't know. It makes you wonder because obviously he's experienced something with Gorilla Glue that didn't obviously I mean, satisfy him as a customer. That, but see, you when, when, when people talk about this works in all areas, when you talk about, for instance, Trump starting a riot. Or if, if somebody says, you know, let's sack this place or let's do... When you talk about people causing problems, this type of thing also causes problems because that person felt like she was lying and was like, we're gonna, and now he's going to get 
she got all these views and and so instead this isn't inciting yeah. a riot this isn't be this is like i'm just going to prove this girl wrong and i'm going to get a bunch of views now and i'm going to get this and that and the other and now he's he might not have a top lip <laughs> i could lose some lip there's no question about it even today oh, man I, I could lose some lip. i'll tell you that gorilla, gorilla glue is is stout it's stout it's serious yeah. it's, it's cheap super glue is awful I still have some on my finger from probably 13 <laughs> years ago because you can't sniff it as well as you can Elmer's. And I didn't know that. I love Elmer's. Sniff. Yeah, Elmer's, you know, Elmer's is an uninvasive kind of universal glue. You can eat it. Glue. You can eat it. <laughs> you eat it. Did you eat glue? Did you eat Elmer's? I probably, I didn't like hide in a corner and like chug <laughs> it, but I'm sure, I, I'm well, sure like most things I took a dab. I never, I, there were kids in my, now this is West Virginia, so maybe it's different, but I mean, there were kids up there that would eat that stuff for lunch. They'd give away the lunch their mom made them to eat glue. I mean, I never understood what the Elmer's, what the hell was in the, it? The real deal with the Elmer's is though, is you put it on your hand, you let it dry and then it's fun to peel. Oh, now that. Yeah, you peel it off. That. That's what. Makes good spit wads. Yeah. Once they kind of dry out, <laughs> petrify. They do make good spit wads. They don't use horses anymore for that shit, do they? I doubt no, it. no. Jello was a big dude, deal. Horses like get a free pass as animals, you know, because they're so majestic and like we can <laughs> ride about on them. And we've had so many hundreds and or thousands, I guess, of years rocking with them. Think about it; they must be really gross. Why? I'm sure they'd be in the grocery store because I mean, we're, you know, as humans, dude, as humans, we're just like, oh, you know, horses, dogs, cats. Everything else, oh. game. Oh my God. I wouldn't assume it'd be very good. No fat. There ain't no fat in that. Well, meat. neither is bison or, or buffalo. But but oh. people still want to eat that. I mean, I know. So I'm just saying, I don't. I don't have the desire to eat a horse nugget or <laughs> a horse. Oh, I mean, horse I, I guess I would, I would try it. I mean, just out of just curiosity. But I don't. But it's weird how they kind of get a free pass. Have you noticed that? Horses, yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, mean, they're awesome, and I love. I mean, I grew up. I, I, I worked on ranches with horses. I grew amazing. up eating them in my Jello for years. Do you remember that when people found out that horse hooves were part of the gelatin and then, ground up in your creatine? But they they stopped that shit because of the of the what is it? What'd you call them? The domestic horses? The gem, I didn't call them anything. What, what, yeah, I, majestic, uh, majestic. Majestic. They're Jamaican horses. <laughs> that make them even cooler. I'd love if they Jamaican horses. Probably they'd probably go a little slow. You know, feel pretty good. Oh my god. But yeah, that. But okay. I just wonder. I mean, because obviously, think about it. When we get on uh, bulls, it's at a rodeo, so it's for eight seconds at the most. Horses kind of. Okay, I'm glad you said this. And I, not not to get off on another tangent, I know you can do that with the with the with the horses too. I, don't, I explain this to me. When when four guys out of ten stay on a bull for longer than eight seconds, how do they choose who wins? Well, because there's uh, the what the rider accomplished and what and what the bull or saddle bronc or bareback the horses they have to show up too. So you want to draw the meanest, baddest horse or bull. That is there because that instantly, in the judges' minds, okay, no one's ever ridden this. Like Bodacious, it was a bull that, you know, was, was really lethal. And, uh, in fact, I think was the one oh, that yeah. hit tough heat him in, right? But uh, 
Bodacious was a, I don't know if, wait, maybe it wasn't Bodacious. It wasn't Bodacious. But same kind of bull as just killer that uh, just, not Tough Heatman. Oh, yeah, Tough got hurt real bad, too. Uh, no, I know was, that name. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, I was just thinking, you know, obviously we all saw, you know, what happened with Lane Frost and that him and Tough Heatman were real tight. Tough got hurt real bad. But anyway, I saw Bodacious in uh, in Fort Worth, Texas after he retired, and they kind of just had him where you could see him. And this bull was a giant with these. I mean, it's, dude, he was set up, I mean, from uh, from God to, de- to destroy anybody that wanted to come close to him. <laughs> so think about it. You're out there. You draw Bodacious. No one's ever ridden him before, maybe one cowboy. And you get on him, and – he hits every direction you want. He does the jumps you want and all, and, and you do, you stay on and you keep your form. You do what you're supposed to. It's when both of them are come together is, is who's going to win. So there are ju- it's the best score. Yeah. There's judges. So that you're not judging just the eight seconds is the minimum to win. It's the minimum. To, you have to stay on to even get your score. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And so they're judging the rider, the bull, the whole thing. Cause man, yeah, because I, I always wondered that whole eight, but that, that eight seconds is for somebody that's not into the sport like you are. I mean, the eight seconds is such a big deal. I mean, the name of the movie, for God's sakes. Right. And so you don't necessarily understand that it's really more than that. You know? Well, yeah. Well, it's, man, there's athletes like. Those guys are athletes. I mean, that's another ball e- game. Even heading and healing, you know, doing team roping. I mean, just to, I mean, think about obviously roping anything would be tough when, when two things are moving and also then you have a teammate so as soon as you throw you know the rope hopefully obviously you get the head but right then someone in the perfect in a trot has to nail the, the back legs. two legs and it just takes i mean so think about the hand-eye coordination for that while moving and then then you go to the the riding events also the barrel racing with the girl i mean there's tons of events but the bull riding i mean that's it's something that takes some uh what what are the career spans? And not to get into this too deeply, yeah. but I mean, this is an intriguing thing. I mean, I hope you get to go down to South America sometime because I mean, it's that's they do it in the concerts, right? So it's like a it's so do much a part the, of. Do they, uh, have you ever been to a bullfight? That shit looks. I don't know. If, I don't. I, I'll never do it again. Yeah. I yeah. So that's I went, too much for me. I went down. I mean, to, I've never been, but seeing it's 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 too much. And 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 uh, it's it's very interesting. You don't understand about. How, how much the matador? So before the matador goes into the ring, <clears throat> it's a two-hour process of him putting his clothes on. Like nobody can be in the room. He has to come to terms with death. Essentially, is this whole big thing the matador does. And then when you get in there, there's this whole, you know, the the baby bull comes out first, and he'll he'll like start with that, and then the structure is. In Spain, for instance, they 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 bleed them with the spears, so the the matador or there will be other people in the ring that will throw the spears because you have to bleed the bull because he's so charged up that if you don't bleed him, they'll have a heart attack right there. So that's why they you got all those things sticking out of them in Spain. Yeah, yeah. In Mexico, it's a guy on a horse in armor that stands out there, and when the bull comes out, he takes he's on a big huge horse. And he stabs it in the in the top, so they don't do the spears in Mexico. That's that's like one of the main differences. Yeah, it's messed up. What's really crazy is I never understood this. So this it's a it's a three phase uh, thing. 
in the beginning, it's the the matador and the bull, and it's like this dance. It's almost like a choreographed dance. The lambada. It, <laughs> I mean, the, the forbidden <laughs> dance. <laughs> There's some roses. The bull, and they have candles. There's uh, drink. Champagne. Yeah, there's a little champagne, a little stuff, squirt behind the ear. The wait, second wait, part. Wait, wait, what's behind the ear? <laughs> squirt. A little squirt. A little squirt. There's bodacious. There's a little what's bit. bodacious? Where? To, well, there, that's Holy him right there. Holy mother yeah, of God. Okay, Andy, leave that up, okay? Okay. So, Jared, the second part is when the matador brings out the sword, okay? So, now, there is only, if you take this, this, most most of the cows that they deal with or bulls that they deal with don't have the humps. This looks like a Brazilian bull, actually. But regardless, there's no hump there. So there's a place where the sword goes. That it's the only place that the that you can hit it to make it stop. Because once the bull starts, this is why the bull never lasts more than the one thing. And only very few in a year, maybe two, does the crowd let the bull live because it it didn't you couldn't kill it. But once they start, that's it. They don't stop. So the the matador by the third part of this thing has to put a sword in the middle of its back. That's Wait. the only way to stop it. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes they have to do <laughs> no it doubt. ten times. Oh man. Oh, dude. And so there's, even there's one of him, a guy actually getting a direct hit. Right. Well, that's that's in Spain, and that's a little time. I mean, obviously, if you severed the the nerves or the spine, it would it would it would go, be paralyzed. But look at that little ass. Well, don't they get? Didn't they get worked up to it's the like point a, of where if they don't stab that, it, that thing's going to have a heart, heart attack? Heart attack. That's what I'm saying. So, like, this is Spain because those are. It, it's been bled out with the with a the letter spears. Opener. A le- <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the, the well, butter knife. So in a Mexico, Mexico, the sword he would never go. They don't use the knife or or the small swords. They use a, a larger sword that goes in the slides in the back. Once this is done, that doesn't necessarily kills them. Kill them, but it puts them on the ground. And then they have to, a machine comes in and, and finishes the job. It's a very, Good yeah, usually that like a tractor very or traditional or another a guy tractor. or or another guy comes in with a certain type of sword and, and, Man. and yeah, it's, it's, I'll never go to another one. Yeah. At that point, they just need to end it quick. They don't need to do. I'm telling you, that. but you can't end anything quick on something. I mean, go back to what was his name? Fred, that thing that you showed earlier. Jeez. I mean, oh, you, uh, bodacious. you can't end something quick with that. So wait, would would this be? All right, hold on. That's that's Spain, man. I've, that's Spain. I've what actually, about uh, that? that? Is that would that be the Mexican? Actually, never. No, that's Spain too. So it, the, the Mexicans don't use the the Mexican bullfighters do not use the spears. They use just the sword, and then there's a ho- a guy on horseback that comes and bleeds the animal. So uh. instead of throwing those spears into it, and they hang. Yeah. So, so bodacious then is a different. Well, yeah, he's that. that that's a different type of bull. That actually looks like a Brazilian bull, number one, and that's just for riding. Brahma, dude, there's so many different types of bulls. I, I actually, uh, Brahma. Yeah, yeah, of course. There's uh, Angus. I mean, there's there's tons of them. But yeah. I was uh, got approached by a a nonprofit called Back Backseat Buckers, and they what they do is you go to Cowboy Stadium, obviously in Dallas, and. Uh, there's all these ranch owners that are obviously they're auctioning off their their bulls, and everybody's trying to to guess which one's going to be the man, you know. And uh, so they gave me a list of about a hundred bulls, and Ross Copperman and a couple of other pro cowboys that had retired. Some are still in the game. Were supposed to kind of be my my 
counseling and, you know, my guidance on uh, which, what bull to pick. Because basically the backseat bucker said, hey, we'll put in this amount of money. You can put in whatever. So I just matched it. And and then because what happens is you bid on you bid on getting first choice of all the bulls. So that's where and then from then on it trickles down. Whoever just bid the most to have the first choice. So luckily with us teaming up, we one of the first choices and they gave me about twelve different out of the hundred or so that they thought were pretty good. And I noticed that one one number was sixty nine. <laughs> so I just said sixty <laughs> I said, I'm gonna go sixty nine. So <laughs> I buy this bull named him high noon. And yes, if you go back, I did just accidentally burp a little bit in the microphone. I'll get that. We'll edit that in post. Don't, no, no, it's, it's raw. It's real. No, but, uh, so I get this, uh, this bull name him high noon after this album I was putting out. And I said, you know, whatever, if it ever wins, 100% of everything goes to our charity, you know, getting instruments for children. So, he would win this and win that. So I keep winning these little things. Goes to Vegas. I'm on stage somewhere in the Midwest, and I get off stage, and I get a text that said, High Noon just won Vegas. So this bull, when they're under three years old, yeah, they have a different category. They don't actually put cowboys on them. It's like a dummy. It, it's not like a crash test dummy. It's just a certain amount of weight that it doesn't look like a human, at least the ones I've seen. But uh, And... And they still compete. So, but this this bull won all of Vegas in his uh, his age bracket. And you rode him? No, I bought him. Oh, you bought him? I bought him, and and I with it in agreement with this other comp this nonprofit that hey, whatever happens, we'll just give it all to charity. And this damn thing won. Holy! They won a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! So did you take it away from that charity immediately? Yeah, I said, you know what? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my it was my charity. So I was able to. Make a lot of money. I make a lot. Of, I, was, I was able to buy a lot of instruments for a lot of kids. No, that's what I meant. But yeah, no, uh, no. We lost. Here's, here's tough, huh? Tough Hedeman, right here. He's he's riding bold at Bodacious right here. Yeah, this is this is what uh, hurt him. Is this the one that hurts him? I lost my back. Yeah, he's got hit in the face. He broke his nose. I mean, he broke so many bones in his that, face. That's tough there. Yeah. And he's a real man. That's a, I mean, he's a, so what that you aren't called tough for nothing. That fall right there. Well, so watch the head of the bull. Damn. And watch Ooh. again. Watch twice. I mean, then that, that other one. I don't know if it hit the second one, hit his face, but it I'm, probably broke his collarbone. I mean, see, because bodacious. That's when they they t- retire these bulls. Is they learn to they learn to throw their heads back, and when they throw their heads back, they know how to hurt a cowboy, and that's when they're saying, okay, they just they just evolve into knowing how to get that off their back. Is he still alive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a Jeez. Dude. I mean, he's look a, at that. He's a badass man. But that's gnarly. It's, uh, yeah. It's... Does he does he eat through a straw though? <laughs> no. If if he did, it'd be a a, a ground up ribeye. It'd be a cowboy ribeye in the blender, raw. Maybe <laughs> you know, maybe rare, but a bodacious burger. <laughs> <laughs> bodacious was so popular that they had these belt buckles made. I remember that. that. Went every Western store. Everybody had a, you know, well, not everybody, but a lot of people had a <laughs> All right. So I think that, um, I think we'll just do a quick break and get Phil up here because I got the next part of this is going to be super fun. We're going to go grab him. Do that, John. I will make that happen. Do that, John. Um, that, that being said, uh, don't forget everybody, uh, Jared and I, Love and Theft, Ward Gunther, 
playing at Sonny's here in Nashville. If you want to come down or or if you're in uh, Nashville, come come and see us. Uh, that'd be awesome. Tickets are only $6,000 a piece. So you just make sure you save up, get your stimulus check, and come on down. Got that stimulus! Got that stimulus. Uh, we'll be right back. We got Phil from Titan Motor and kind of come up and join us. We'll see you in a minute. Well, Doctors and nurses make their living trying to help others, but they are human beings and human beings sometimes make mistakes. When a doctor has worked for 24 hours straight, fatigue and lack of focus can lead to critical mistakes being made. Other times it's the policies or system that's to blame. For example, when a doctor or nurse comes in on their shift, they are forced to rely on charts and records created by others. Sloppy paperwork or inaccurate record keeping can give the doctor an incomplete picture or even worse, the wrong picture. And that can lead to serious injury or even death. It's called preventable medical error. Recent studies claim that preventable medical error causes up to 400,000 deaths a year. That's nearly as many deaths as caused by smoking. When this happens, those responsible must be held accountable to compensate the injured person or their family. But the good news is, just like you and I are required by law to purchase auto insurance, doctors also get insurance coverage in case they accidentally hurt someone. For help, call the Verdoliac Law Group. Nutriscience, the true liposomal supplement. All right, so we got Phil from Titan Motoring Sports. It's <laughs> come up. Now, I mean, Phil and Jared know each other, and I had to keep a cushion in between them uh, just because uh, of the love that you feel. And I'm glad you could come up and, and really, you know, just it, what's it been, like two years probably? It's not been that long. You got, will you put the microphone in it's front of you? It's been like maybe no, six bring, bring the stand over to you. There you go. I'm an amateur. You really are. Clearly, we all are. No, at the no. beginning of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil's here, and so now I'm going to start the second part of the of our night, which is going to include our first of this season's conspiracy corners, which I'm really proud that we got a full, well, almost a full house. First, <laughs> I want to get into this one thing because this is something that I feel is going to impact me eventually. Uh, deep fake, right? I feel that people are going to use me uh, as a way to piss people off. Okay. I am the sweetest, nicest guy in the whole world. Nobody thinks I'm a dick or anything. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> totally. 
<laughs> it's almost I'm like flying to people here, man. <laughs> it's almost like having Santa Claus with you, like when on, in the off season, like no beard. You know, he's just got the glasses. Looks up at you, funny. Text, shirt. text and some hot takes. Yeah. Ron John shirt. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to show you. There's two things going on here. The process of what deepfake. A year ago, we did a story on deepfake, and I showed all these clips or whatever, and and we talked about, you know, technology as it goes, it progresses, and it gets better and better. This is some scary shit. I'm not going to lie, but it's neat as hell. But it's scary, but it's neat as hell. All right, so let me let me make sure. All right, here we go with the old number five, old number five. <laughs> Watched him on the... Um his acceptance speech mm -hmm. on the Emmys for Angels in America. Totally into like the peripheral and like weird things. So mm -hmm. he was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we got some lights. <laughs> got a couple of cameras. <laughs> That's nice. <Yeah. laughs> All right. It'll take two weeks to skirt the wall of mountains. No, I suggest we go back the same way we came through the canyon. So we take the war rig and we charge it right through the middle of them. I'll put that arrow in there myself. What do you think of that? Huh? <laughs> Class act. All right. So I want everybody's opinion. We'll start with you, Santa. Listen. Do you think Tom Selleck would have made a better Indiana Jones than Harrison Ford? No. No. Zero chance. Andy? N no. Okay. I'm going to say... Also, no. So that wasn't a very good around the horn. But, <laughs> but I will say. He barely say, made a good quiggly down on <laughs> Okay. So if you can name, I, I'm going to say, I will say this. It's hard to say that, isn't it? Because it, it, I could, but I did, like, he doesn't, he does, it's not like he stands out so much. You're like, no freaking way. I could have seen, if that was, if you didn't know Harrison Ford could have done it, I could have seen Tom Selleck. No, he. I mean, he did Magnum PI and all. So he, you know, he he uh, had a lot of cool. You and know, you know cool why he still does. You know why he, he couldn't the, do Indiana those Jones commercials? Why? You just said it. Too much coolness. Magnum PI. Magnum PI. Oh, they made him. Made said he had to make a choice. Do you think he made the right choice? For us or for himself? I think it happened how it, it, was, it was supposed, supposed to, to happen. Yeah. That's right. That's why my parents keep telling me. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, Phil, let me ask you this. Last year was an interesting year for everybody, mm -hmm. right? We, everybody tried had to find, you know, probably new work, new uh, whatever, but not you. Nope. Best year of your life. Best year. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> so, so people should really despise you and hate you more than anything I'm in the world. Totally fine with me. <laughs> yep. Yep. Stand in line. <laughs> Andy, I don't know where. Are you playing those background tracks? Stand, stand in line. Who did that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's mute him. Let's mute him. I'm not playing we, anything. <laughs> you hear? No, if you could just mute him. Just, I will. No, no. <laughs> So, what do you think it was? Well, I mean, you know, when all this started, we were, I had zero expectation. We, I was nervous, didn't know. I mean, we're retail, small business. Um, but as everybody was stuck, right? Nobody was going, no one's traveling, no one's eating out. You know, everything was shut down. So, people were spending money on, well, a lot of people were still getting paid, working remote, still getting paid, and or getting stimulus, and they're not spending money on vacations and eating out and all that. So they're spending money on toys, cars, boats. Uh, I was telling the, the girls down there earlier, in an average summer, we do somewhere between 40 and 50 boat, like audio systems over the course of, you know, May to September. We did over 200 this last summer. Okay, say that Say that again. What? Yeah, four 14? times. 14? Yeah. We did so. We did we did four times the amount of boats. So the reason is because so people instead of instead of spending money on a vacation, they would buy a boat because they could go and be, you know, socially distanced out on the lake. So they would go buy boats, go buy razors, go buy whatever, and spend their money on that. So we did all these boat systems or upgrading boats they already had because they were going to spend ten thousand dollars going on vacation, which now they couldn't. So now they're spending it on their toys and cars and whatever. So, so do you feel bad for 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 all the money that you made last year? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, not even a little bit. Nope. Not it looks even. it looks good on you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep it real here. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you. I you know I've been in the car stereo thing because of just accidental. I mean, you know, over the years I've just got involved through Hertz Audison or whatever. But all these guys are saying. Mm-hmm. It's been, you know, but I got to be honest with you because of that reason, stimulus, people getting money that were still working, got stimulus. That's, that's the key figure here. A lot of people were still working. Gig workers had it hard. Musicians, you know, people, waiters and waitresses, that kind of thing. But people that were in the mainstream, they just had to do work differently, but they were still working. Right. And they got those checks. That was just like extra money out of nowhere. And so a lot of industries I've I, last year I so many businesses when you'd ask them how are they doing, you know how how was last how is it going? No, we're doing great. We're killing. It. We're doing things that we never. We're doing numbers we never we've never done before, because of that. Right. This year is going to be to me the interesting year because I know as a musician maybe you feel the same. I was able to work from 2019. There's companies, for instance, I do a lot of corporate stuff those corporations were still scheduled to do things. So they just went to streaming and they wanted to try to put us in there to feel normal, not thinking that this year they were going to have to do the same thing. And I'm seeing it now where, you know, I'm not really going to be a part of that. So if you guys need anything, grass mode or car stereo put in, <laughs> Sony gave me four radios over there. I'm taking them out. I'll put them in your car right now for 200 bucks. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> that's that's installation and all plus parts. That's just installation plus parts. <laughs> I, I just keep telling Chris. I said, yeah, just I'm just doing it for the show. He just sends me radios. I just I'll put them in your car right now for two hundred bucks. 
Well, and, you know, like I said, like I didn't feel bad, right? But like I've been like my fiance, she was she was in the hospitality industry, you know, and she saw her, you know, oh yeah, it went to nothing, you know. So now she's been going to school, and we've been we've been okay. But but yeah, I mean, I've got my stepbrother owns a bunch of, of bars and restaurants out in New Orleans, and they're you know he had six, now he's got two, you know, and trying, yeah, trying I mean, to keep those yeah. float, you know. So it's been, I mean, I've seen a lot of people struggling. I mean, I feel pretty fortunate that we we didn't fall into that you know we had a little niche going on so i can tell i mean you got the hats with the embroidered thing on there yeah we after last year we got new that, embroidered hats. <laughs> <laughs> so jared this is a good question for you is there anything after last year that you can look at now and say if it wasn't for the situation i wouldn't have done that that you're glad you did yeah i spent a year in my basement i mean i'm tr- sounds but I'm, pretty I, creepy but no, i mean uh, it's true right but no just Working on music recording, learning, you know, I've learned to play the lap steel. It's probably my. Ah, that's right. That, that thing's cool favorite, shit. I mean, it's my favorite, I guess, hobby, for lack of a better word. I, a new endeavor, whatever. It's just a, a blast. I, I would say that the one big mistake that I made last year was, was getting pancakes. That was a mistake. And I know that now. Yeah, I told you that. I shouldn't have done it. But he's got his own Instagram. You've only had pancakes for a year? A little over a year. I feel like that dog's... Yeah, you want to tell me about it. I feel like that dog has some wisdom. (laughs) Years of wisdom. That that dog's the dumbest thing I've ever involved in myself in in my entire life. You know, one of my dogs, Anna Lee, has similar features. (laughs) And she is... uh, lacking upstairs a little bit or so yeah, <laughs> he just delivered that the nicest way possible. That you could possibly hey listen if you ever want to put somebody down you could get a jared grand <laughs> just but if you want to put him down to where they just feel good about it yeah he's the guy you're lacking upstairs a little bit but you're beautiful, you're beautiful. but downstairs you're spot on <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm you do it throw yeah. up i'm gonna throw up i just no, heard no. a great business idea we should we'll chat about that oh. um <laughs> So, why I was excited to get you up here, uh, I I wasn't. So, I'm just going to go ahead and play this other thing. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a lie. (laughs) Touche. Haven't heard from him in a year. Uh, Do you believe in this whole thing? We were literally saying his name, and I mean, 30 minutes later, you text me. I haven't heard from you since mom died. That's how shit works. It's unbelievable. And every human being's experienced that multiple times. Absolutely. And no one ever talks about it. I mean, we'll talk about it like right now and then move on to something else. But it's like, why do people not move on from that and realize when you're talking about the law of attraction, the secret and all that, that's how it works is everybody's just, they're connected. And when you just draw people in with some some shit. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do right now. Everybody... You know what? This is it. This is it. Got it going on. This is it. This is the real around the horn. (laughs) All right. Say (laughs) Say a person's name right now. Yeah. Okay. If they call before the show ends, if they call your phone or text you before the show ends. Yeah. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Richard Basler. All right. Done. Lance Miller, Ray West, Jim Bowler. All right, we put uh, you, and, that. And it's uh, a, that is not acceptable. It's, it's twenty-two <laughs> after, so that we, we'll know. Okay, that's fine. Twenty-two after, that's fine. That's that is the real deal right now, and you just got to put it out there. They can't be watching it though. So if somebody's watching and you said that, you're you're excommunicated. 
I guess I didn't understand the rules. Yeah. You've got just somebody that maybe you wouldn't. fine print. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So right now, we're going to do Conspiracy Corner. I've held an AR-15 in my hand. I wish I had it. It is as heavy as... Ten boxes. <laughs> Did you see this? She held an AR-15. It's as heavy as ten boxes. Are they empty? Are they empty boxes? Do they have a lot of boxes? Isn't, in isn't a, doesn't boxes. AR literally stand for the material that it's made out of? Uh, like yeah, Ar- Armalite, right? It's not a. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's the material that makes it lightweight. It's just what people refer to as kind of like AR-15 generalizes all the other guys. All the bu- yeah. But it's like just saying Armalite. like I, I got my Nikes on and it could just be any tennis shoe kind of thing. Armalite rifle. Yeah, oh, Armalite, right? Yep, Armalite rifle. But it's, but it's, yeah. It's just a rifle. Everybody says, right, because, yeah, you're right about that. A- 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 everything is an AR. AR, yeah. It's I like have, Coke in Texas. I have 63 ARs. After last year, I made a lot of money, and so I bought 63 ARs. And I so, mean, Do you have an AK, though? Uh, No. I got a pretty sweet AK. You got to try out some. No, listen, I appreciate that you don't talk about guns on the show. Okay? Let's just keep it at that. We're gonna, Andy. Can you please hit the conspiracy corner button? We're, I think you're gonna. We're screwed. You're good luck. No, it's good a, luck. It should work. Conspiracy corner. Hit it. Watch this. Yep. I've held an AR-15 in my hand. I wish I had it. It is as heavy as ten boxes that you might be moving. There. Uh, ten boxes of what? <laughs> ten boxes of what? Ten, is it empty boxes? <laughs> Air. Air. All right. Are there boxes with books. Here it is. is. How heavy are we talking? Well, books are pretty heavy, yeah. We can just do this. Conspiracy corner. <laughs> can you just restart the thing so I can All do this? Right. I have this whole thing that I've been working on. I'm so sick of technology. Can I have some of your money to buy some new stuff? <laughs> no, but you can get a hat. You know what, man? Turn him down over here. Is he really? Yeah. Santa is loud. <laughs> he told me to get closer to the mic. He's got gifts and hoes. <laughs> Call him oh, Santa. Ho, ho. I'll tell you what. You just you, Every time you're making a garden, you bring him with you because he's got all the hoes. Here we go. Conspiracy <laughs> Corner. I, I can't explain to you guys how much I worked on this and how difficult this was to watch. And I'm being extremely serious right now. This, I, if, if this is true, this, this, this should make everybody just not worry about anything anymore. Tonight's conspiracy corner is about time travel and people telling us that they have traveled back from a certain point. <laughs> I can't even say what this is. <laughs> 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 It's such bullshit on another level. I can't even tell you. But God, is it funny? <laughs> you almost made it through it. I almost did it. Well, you show that you have a conscience. You can't look in your good friend's eyes and, and lie for over 30 seconds. Straight face and we'll edit it. I'm telling you. It might be true. I don't know. This guy's been coming back for a while. His name is Casper. I'm assuming it sounds legit. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's not his name. <laughs> this is freaking pasty. awful. Okay, let's just let's just watch what he says. Global warming and all that. Hi, I'm Casper. I'm time traveler from 275, and I've come back to year 2019 to tell the public 
the truth about time travel, how time travel works, and secrets that are being withheld from you. In this video today, I'm going to reveal very shocking detail and show you shocking evidence that is proof that I am from future. These are the pictures from the future in which I've showed you were taken in year 2075, showing Los Angeles, California underwater. These are the pictures that I've showed you in previous video. In this picture, you may see buildings sticking out of water. <laughs> hey, did you see Los Angeles? Man. I guess that was his point. <laughs> Looked awfully wet. Except for... There was nothing sticking out. No doubt. So at this point in time, this video's got millions, millions of views. There are. Are you serious? Millions. So this guy's. Uh, he's done another. Uh, had had an. He came back on vacation. I don't know what what all the deal was, but he came back and did a video before. Showed these pictures before. The gloves are like those jazz gloves of the 80s. Remember that everything was in those squiggly lines with the black and white stuff? Yeah, the gloves were on there. The whole nine. This guy's, and he's Russian accent, so you know it's got to be somewhat legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he slid in with the, the gloves that were cool right before Michael Jackson right? had one glove. And so my thing is, you blur his face out. What do the gloves do? Like, you know what I'm saying? The guy's... What what are the gloves? I, I I don't understand the gloves. I, I got to get something straight here. So he's had over a million views. Oh yeah, this or video. Millions. This video. Millions. Yeah, it's in the millions. Yeah, millions. So what you're saying is is I'm there, doing you have a, a YouTube chance. series, <laughs> and this guy that I haven't made a red hot set on is <laughs> making more money than you could imagine. Son of a. Right, now I will I say up. okay. So let me let me just tell you this. Maybe so, he was playing bloody knuckles with a buddy right before he shot the video. I knew I should have worn some. gloves. You need to get yourself some of them gloves. <laughs> So, okay. So He's now we got hand tattoos. Yeah. Well, no. So, that, well, yes, you're right. And that, that would date him. But it then would, he could just say, I, I just did it while identify. I was here. Yes, Kim, it's real. This is real. This is real. Tesla says time travel is real. Okay. So, he, this is a, this is a, the reason I play this for Conspiracy Corner is not because of the clips, as amusing as they are. My thing is this if time travel is real, and you can't time travel. Can you really care about this? Yeah, because it's it's about what happens in the future and who affects us back here in our present. The paradoxical. It's about, yeah, it's not us time traveling. It's them. It's our grandkids' grandkids. Those little shits are coming back. <laughs> <laughs> messing with us. But my, I'm saying, like, let's just say this, this video was 100% legitimate. 100% real. This guy is from 2075, as he said. 2075. The English must just get, I mean, the, just awful back, you know, the further it goes out. Wally. It's just all Wally. Bunch of fats in the, in the, in the, in the. But, but let's just say this is real. What do you, this is the part I'm getting about life in general, being so, being so able to see everybody's life. The government is coming out with, you know, he talks about 20, this let me let me put this in two segments. There have been four or five that I've saw that I've seen of people coming back saying they were time travelers. For some reason, 
I don't know if it's it, they've all gotten together and figured this out, but 2028 is in every one of them. So maybe it's a conspiracy that all these people have figured this out that 10 years is the number that you can show people because a lot of these things were made 18 and 19 or whatever. But 2028, you're supposed to, all these things are supposed to happen. And he's going to talk about it next. But that is something that has happened consistently with all these people that think they, or say they come back from time. Point being is, <clears throat> if you see that, if somebody come up to you right now, we're, we're, we're witnessing it. When, when the government came out last year and showed you that there were spacecrafts that they could not identify, that nobody knew what it was, it's aliens. Nobody said a damn thing. The Pope comes out two years ago and says, I'm, we're not denying that maybe there's aliens. Nobody says anything. I think it's getting to the point now where it's like, if this doesn't affect you right now, can you really care about it? it, it do you, can you really give a shit? Because that's what is happening. Aliens, nobody says anything. This guy, this Russian from 2075 comes in, and this is real. Okay, nothing I can do about it. I mean, I think it's been, there's been so many times that like, like, like year 2000, for example, right? Everything was going to shut down and all this. There's been so many crying wolf years that have happened. What was it? There was a 2012 was the Nostradamus, whatever. Like mm -hmm. there's, there's been all these years that everybody, oh, this is what something's going to happen. And then nothing ever does. And so when did you get scared about this pandemic? When did you get, when did COVID really at some point in time with all of us, COVID hit somebody, right? So it's in the beginning, maybe it didn't bother you because it was, it was rest homes. And then it was, it was people that were over 65 that had to work. And then it, it's at the end of last year, you started seeing people my age or whatever, everybody was dying at different ages. And, and, and you started seeing people that you actually knew maybe is that not part of the situation is like the closer that things get into your circle and your life, when they start affecting you, you start worrying about it. That's what scares me about some of this stuff because like you were talking about elected, we elect people to do certain things and we, and, and then they get into a position in DC, for instance, where they're so far out of reality. They don't even know who we are anymore. Obviously sometimes you, sometimes these people do stuff and you're like, have you, have you, have you been outside? Have you, did you have you gone outside at all? You know what I mean. And that's what scares me about something like this. As funny as this is, if this was real, it scares you. It's a little it, it scary. It scares you because you're you've seen the rest of the clip and you know that we all end up on Uranus <laughs> by twenty seventy five. Tell us what's really going Andy, on. Andy, Forget look, Mars. Look, Andy has made a, a scent over there. Look at that. Look at that smile. Look at that freaking like smile. That. That's good. Greta Thunderberg says, why are we going to Mars when we need to protect the Earth? And I'm going to tell you what I think. I don't have a thought. How dare you? Well, it would be nice if we kind of, I don't know, scoped out our own oceans. <laughs> we know we've spent way more Thunderbird. money. Thunderbird. We know way more about outer space than we do our own oceans. I mean, have you seen? Do you no, that's right. 95%, right? Or something weird number. Whenever I uh, come in contact with certain substances, sometimes I Google. <laughs> sometimes I Google new species found in whatever year we're in. I mean, obviously I know what year we're in, but at the time I Googled that. And what have you found out? When There's you find a lot, we find shit tons of new species every year of all kinds of shit in the oceans. 90% of our oceans are unexplored. Yeah. Is that weird? Yeah. I mean, 
It makes me feel, how, how do they know then that we're running out of fish or that, 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 that the whales are, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do they know that? If, well, if, a lot if, of a lot of marine life lives at the surface, at different levels. Yeah. And they keep, you may, like if you catch certain fish, you reel them up. You know they they kind of explode a little bit because of the pressure being brought up so fast. So, so you've had a fish explode on you? I don't want to talk about it. That's what I heard. <laughs> I don't, this is a family show, Chris. <laughs> we've uh, we've gone past the family show. Let, let me just go into this 2028 thing a little bit. Here we go. Oh no! Hit the- I've held an AR-15 in my hand. I wish I had it. <laughs> you dirty dog. <laughs> the box lady. <laughs> it's the box lady again. No, here's the real one. Here's the real one. In the year 2028, less than one decade after you are watching this video, there will be a few major shocking details I must inform you. First major shocking detail is extraterrestrial aliens is revealed to the public. It is finally known that aliens are not only real, not only is there intelligent life out there in the universe, but that intelligent, such intelligent life is visiting us as humans. Aliens are real and aliens integrate in with society in year 2028. Now with these aliens coming, they bring great peace and prosperity across the world. It puts the world into a golden age, and such golden age is very good for humanity, and it brings me to the Yes, I, 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 obviously they haven't oh, met Andrea. And in 2028, I will no longer be broadcasting from the hoot, foothills of Albuquerque or Santa Fe. He, he is an awful person. <laughs> I mean, because I, here's the deal. It's kind of like superheroes. You, you think if you ever meet a superhero, you want to be a little cooler than that. You want to be kind of <laughs> like, I'm so above you that I look cooler than this. I don't have these gloves on. And or what? I mean, I, man. Name one reason. Why isn't First the FBI reason. messing with that person? Exactly. Instead of, I, mean, I don't know. This person. is the guy that will just do something really stupid beyond this level because he thinks he's he's from outer space, obviously. Now, again... This guy could be telling the truth, and he tells in this video, which I'm not going to play, that this part he tells us he's telling the truth. He swears. He swears. He pinky Guys, swears. I pinky swear. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's on the internet, <laughs> and it's on the YouTube, and YouTube does not allow false information. Man, well, dude, think about it. so. Here's the deal. I, you know, civilization throughout times of antiquity, everybody thought that the Earth was the center of the universe, and so. Obviously, obviously yeah. that somehow still echoes not that actual the fact, but I I guess just a sentiment of that thought because when people just don't think there's possible life anywhere outside Earth, if there's billions of galaxies and like I don't know, trillions of planets, that'd be an awful <laughs> lot of wasted space. God's like, hmm, let me whip this up, <laughs> but this. Mid-level size planet right here. That's, that's going to be with everything. a smaller sun. That's is that's uh, everything else. You know, I don't, th- th- this is it's garbage. Th- these are my babies. I'm you know yeah. The rest of this is just going to have to suffer. When we found so many Earth-like planets already, right? Just with the Hubble. I mean, it just. I mean, to me, it just seems like law of averages and common sense. And so again, I'm t- I'm saying that right now. Let's just say I could tell you guys definitively, there is life. 
what are you going to do about it? It's not going to change your life. You might think about it a little bit more, but you're not going to do anything different. There's nothing you can do. It's like, it's like going out. You could die going outside, and but you still do it because you, you what are you not going to live? And so until this stuff just hits you right in the face, until it's in your world. Yeah, until you have to face it. Right. It kind of ignorance is bliss yeah. scenario. It definitely. It, it is. It, ignorance is bliss, but I'm, that's my point. It's like beyond ignorance. If this stuff, it doesn't, nothing gets to you. Nothing. Can, you don't have the ability. I've said this before. If you want to take a cause, any cause, the oceans or the, or pollution or global warming, if you really want to do something about it, it's a career. It's your life. It takes over everything. This is what you do. Because if you don't, then you're not going to get anywhere, right? And that's like music. It's, it, you know, you can come to Nashville and work at Lowe's and you can fucking try to be a musician. But if you if you really want to be great at it, this is it's all you do. You sleep in your car if you have to. Whatever the case is, you just do only that one thing. Because anything that takes up your time outside of that is, is going to make you not I don't know how to say it like if you want to be great at something it's your whole life and that's what you have to decide you know is this going to do I want this to eat everything every minute of my life or do I want to have this balance and as you get you know as you go up the ladder maybe you get that I don't know but when you start seeing all the things that are put out aliens and COVID and all these different things you can't you can't think about all of it I mean cancer right it's just like what are you not going to anything could kill you. Everybody wants to try to eat you. There's aliens out there that want to just make our golden age and do it. Make love to you. Yeah, which I would totally do because I try to find that (laughs) on certain websites. But that's just something that I do. Yeah, you were talking about things that were weird but were pretty cool. It's not exactly how you phrased it, but I was just thinking about the, uh, what's it called with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with the three boobs. Oh, oh that's the, a, the original a to, total recall. Total, total recall. recall. The original <laughs> the total recall. Boobs. When you were saying, oh, interesting, but it's pretty cool. And it, and, hey, and Weaver. You're an ass. <laughs> I'm not giving you $100. <laughs> oh, no. $829. We got to I'm not giving you $100. That's because I know he's watching the show and he calls in and you just let him in without even saying anything to us. I just... No, no, Rich Richard Basler said, <laughs> Basler said uh, one, your voice is deep, so I thought it was Phil. Philip. Yeah, he and me and two, he he want, yeah, so he says uh, you have to split it, and he wants in. <laughs> that was at 829. <laughs> 50 bucks. All right. All right, fine. Uh, you and know what? Everybody taxes, gets 25 <laughs> Yeah, after taxes, I'll keep it. I'll just keep it. <laughs> and you don't need any more money. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric Godavik, uh, he's an awful person. I, I must have said that. I apologize. I, I apologize if that um, – if that uh, infended you, uh, kiss it, kiss it. Um, okay, so let's just say that the rest of what he was saying, this is none of this is true. He thinks or says that world hunger cured, no problem, because he has. He's going to show us the food of the future. This is food from the future. I cannot give too many details about such food, and I cannot say too much. As you can see here, these, each individual pellet, as I've stated before, 
is a form of food uh, you may consume and each one will enable you to stay healthy and alive for another day. As you may see right here, these are the containers that the food comes in. This is what it looks like. Now I'm going to open this up and show you more in depth what the food is like. Each one of these is food from future that will keep you alive for a whole day. Instead of eating many meals throughout the day, all you need is one of these and you will stay alive for a whole day. That's, that's, you know what? Just shoot me now. Just shoot me now. I'd rather eat a million cows filled with hormones than eat pellets Mothballs. from a mason jar. The free crack giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Five crack, free space that, crack that giveaway. Kinda got, so, you know, when you're a kid and you have that, like that chick that lives next door that's like six and you're like six, and you play house. Uh, yes, he, I did that. He never came out of character. For that <laughs> I mean, he just... <laughs> I don't know. Because, I mean, here's the deal. Because in the future, unless he knew how to synthetically recreate our food from the future, he didn't travel with it. No, he traveled with it, yes. So he just came with a mason jar. I mean, this, well, no, I that's not a mason jar. That's just the, the jar of the future. It's a free mason jar. It's a free... <laughs> Uh, hey, is there some kind of uh, anything you could give me for that? That's awesome. <laughs> Freemason jar. I couldn't even. I, I was trying to think of something to say. I mean, you owe me 50 bucks. I'll you definitely won. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just <laughs> hand me that bottle of guidance whiskey, please. Hand me that bottle of yeah, guidance. Yeah, hand him that. It looks huh? scrumptious. Listen, I'll put more weight with that guy than the box lady. I'll say that. Everybody, we like to thank Aurora Nutriscience. Aurora Nutriscience, the true liposomal supplement. I'd also like to thank uh, Guidance Whiskey for... Uh, some the, guidance. Uh, some, some guidance. Huh? Huh? Have you had this before yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, you have? Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's a shame that I'm going to drink some and you are not. Uh, you know how you, at Hooters, they have one of those things that they do, like a... They just slide over their uh, checks, kind of like a... Whatchamacallit? You've been to Hooters. Yeah, what'd you say? I was, I was so you know you're at Hooters, and they obviously they take your order, yep. put it on, they, they roll it to the kitchen. Oh, yeah, 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 the string, the zip it's line. Like, it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. zip line. Yep, 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 yep. You Throw need a little in. zip line to the couch so you, we could zip line each other. Zip line shots. Yeah, a little zip line. I'm sorry, I missed that whole last part. <laughs> <laughs> we were distracted over here. You have all this nice, cool stuff in here, but why can't you make a little tiny zip line from... To where you're oh, at. Oh, to give shots. Yeah, a little yeah, Hooters, a Hooters bucket. You've been to Hooters. I haven't been to Hooters were, since the 80s. You were working there when I met you. Dude, I used to have big tits. Yes, there's no question about it. Big lips and big Man, tits. They used to sit in high off. school. Yeah. Man, uh, you were, oh. hey. I was wearing spandex before spandex was cool. All right. You had all the girls in the yard sweating. All the girls <laughs> in the yard. I, my milkshake brought all the girls to the yard. <laughs> That's gross. So enjoy that. Can I? Can I check out that guidance whiskey? At, yeah. Can you give him some guidance, please? looking at me funny. Yeah. It's just it's so weird. You want to just take a shot from the... Here, just no, take... No, I'm just going to pour it in here. Yeah, okay. Cool. Just, Richard said that guy's a fake. Everybody knows that the guys from the future are supposed to wear silver suits. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I wasn't sure what he was trying to say. That's true, yeah. Now that I think about it, it makes more sense. Hey, yeah. what do you guys think of this? Look at this. Just... Is this funny or not? 
<laughs> that's the third time you brought it oh up. Oh, my God. Is that funny to you? Yeah. yeah See, well, that's yeah. funny. That's what funny. I was talking about earlier. It's just like the shock value is it's, oh, oh man. And that's what makes it funny. It's when people take it seriously, they don't realize that. Yeah, but I mean. It's so fucked up, it's a joke. It's so, it is so fucked up. But the, the, what I'm trying to say is like, is that funny to you? I mean, I died laughing <laughs> numerous <laughs> times. Because it's, yes, it's, you never see anything like that. Like, you don't see that. So, yes, it's funny. It, it's funny to me because it's a joke. But let's just say for a second that it wasn't that was a joke. Real, that it was real. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Yeah. What if your sorry ass was in that and he flew out that back window? I would give no shits. Well, you'd be dead. But That's would, right. But would you be cool if we thought it was funny? I'm going to tell you this. Yes. My dad. I hope so. Would do this to me on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would do it to me on purpose. He knew how, he knows how much I need that inheritance. You'd have he to would make me the, feel like. the brakes in reverse <laughs> for that shit to happen. Oh, that's true. How did he, that happen? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the only time I've been to a funeral. Uh, all right, so let me do this. <laughs> let me do this other thing. I didn't want to tell you this, Jared. Uh, I didn't want to. I wasn't sure how to bring this up to you because I know how you, how you are about musicians and people that play with you and all that kind of stuff. <sighs> I think... I think I'm going to do you a big favor right now. I'm going to help you in a way that probably is going to make you want me to be a part of your family for life. I found you a guitar player, yeah. not any guitar player. I found you somebody that is going to learn from you, be a sponge, take what you have to say and make it into whatever it is that you're trying to. I found this guy from hours of online. Appreciate it. This is him in front of his crowd, in front of what he does. He's going to be great. And there's three clips here because it's, it comes in segments, but this is the first one. <laughs> his tone is unbelievable. I mean, he, look how he talks to the crowd. How he gets, you know, he interacts with the crowd. I'll tell you how he built them chops up. <laughs> Chopping lines with lines. <laughs> okay, so now listen, now listen. When I first saw this, I laughed so hard I could uncontrollably for like two days. I had to come back to it. All right, I finally come back to it and I quit laughing so much. The third day, I laughed a little bit. Took me about three hours to come be able to look at it again. This guy's got some talent, okay? Maybe he doesn't know the amount of talent he has. That's no joke. I don't know if you ever played Guitar Hero when it came yeah, out. That's, that's no crazy. joke, yeah. right? To be able to, it's no joke. You ever played that, Guitar Hero? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, see, that's the thing. Is like, he's enjoying that, so more power to him. But clearly, he obviously has some chops. 
unbelievable. Think about what he could do if he had a real a little, good with a little massage. Yeah, you know, he could. If you were in that, get if you were that behind him in his mom's basement, <laughs> if he would take those awesome skills and maybe apply them to, I don't know, making someone else happy. Okay, so that's why massage I thought of you because I felt like you could massage dick. him. You know, I, I, he might, should I go downstairs and get him? He, he may have itches I don't scratch. But. All right. So now that first one's okay. Let me just explain a little bit of how I got into this. I did not know there was this whole world of people that do not just this, but there are the 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 one that I did not pick up because it was just too funny. There are these guys that by this rig steering wheel of a real truck. I love this shit. I know what you're talking about and I watch it all the time. It's, uh, but it, it, okay. It's a, it's a real steering wheel with a real gear shifter with the real pedals with real, uh, a, a real, uh, what, what what's the unit? What's the stuff in front of the dials? Yeah, the console, console, oh, yeah. right? All of his lights, all of his air brakes, all that stuff. With of a truck, and there are there there are these games or this game these uh, platforms or software that you are driving literally not playing. It's a game. It's it's a complete sim, just like Flight Simulator back in the day, right? And they just drive and talk like they're on the radio, and they and people give them money. And just sit for hours. These guys are on here for two or three. They drive across country, so they start a trip in a tr- in a semi, like they're like they're delivering stuff to Walmart, and thousands of views, thousands of shares, thousands of everything. And they just sit there and talk and drive this fake truck. Breaker nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Is he wrong? That's what, it's what it sounds like. Can you find one? Yeah, 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 I'll look find for one. one. All right, so Trigger 19, my mom has got a TV dinner in the <laughs> oven and I got to poop. <laughs> mom, the meatloaf. Meatloaf. Meatloaf, mom. <laughs> she's she's it's like it's just a skeleton in a rocking chair. All right, so Jared, the first you get through the first one and so now I'm like, okay. Look, watch this. Look at this shit. Watch I couldn't do that. Watch him come up with the hand. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Are, are you yeah. freaking it kidding me? Awesome. And just to think he he didn't have to be a virgin. Yeah, he's choosing to be. I bet his girlfriend really loves that. I mean, is that in? Is that insane? Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so yeah, the, it's awesome. It's uh, it is three hours. Three hours. This this was. I just I took a couple of clips out for for the show. Whatever. So he doesn't miss. He just keeps going like a. No, he does miss it from time to time. But he's talking who care, to yeah. Who cares? Like I remember how hard. And so my my thought is, I remember when Guitar Hero was a thing, and you are. You're you're thinking like God if this guy just had a real guitar, what the hell? But it's another world, isn't it? Like having dexterity and what 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 else is it that that is when you're uh? Well, hell, he's got coordination. Coordination, yeah. right? Coordination, dexterity. I was like, I started getting impressed, and so you know, I watched nine and a half hours of videos from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must have got some good shit. What were you smoking? 
This is why you haven't called me in this long. You've been watching this guy his, on this like video. His fingertips. <laughs> Let's just say I'm out of Kleenex. But uh, so the thing about it is, like my that video right there. I'm like, I watched him, and I'm like, okay, this is funny. I'm like, you, it's 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 okay. Yeah, this guy's got skill or whatever, and this is what makes him happy. And I'm that's neat. But this guy's got skill. Like this is a real thing. So and he's it. just sitting there for three hours. Look at this. Here's your guy driving. It it doesn't show his rig very well, which I wish it would show the controller. But. You got to find the look look up Rock USA. Rock USA. Okay. Okay. Oh, you mean like they're driving real cars? I thought you meant they're in like a cockpit on a beanbag with a bunch of shit that like Oh goddamn, sorry. PlayStation made or something. <laughs> sorry about that. So no, they're they're, dri- they're driving real cars. Okay. No. No, 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 no. They buy the the consoles. No, I'm, I'm sure it comes said. Oh, that was Yeah, it's what you it's what you're thinking. Jared. That was Oh, it's like a real oh car God. with like yeah. TV monitors in yeah. front of it yeah. or something. Yeah. And yeah. and so they complete OBS, simulation. Right. So it's green screen. So you see you're watching them, whatever they're seeing on the screen, you're watching behind them. They're sitting on a, a front, but it's they've got gloves on. This is a real deal because here's the issue. You're sitting. So if you're driving from Illinois to California, you're doing it in real time. These guys are sitting there. Or stopping and sleeping overnight. This game is taking note of that. So if you if you let's say you're doing an overnighter or you're driving twenty, these guys are doing it. Yeah, you can see his controller here on this one a little better. Uh, let me try to get it bigger here. Showing you the truck. Right. So they're actually taking a, a point in a place and they're going to that other point and you're doing it in real time. Yeah. Look how he's got it set up up here. Damn it. Like that a whole ridiculous. This whole like controller setup, gear shift, everything, and then the... there's no porta potties. I don't. <laughs> well, no, but it's the thing not is, spec. You have to pull over. No, no, that's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Have you have you noticed that? Well, this is a whole whole other wormhole. But talking about simulate, we we try to imitate everything in which we are created upon like remember when sims came about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things like that it's bizarre to me that we just keep trying to to keep creating like above being able to create life ourselves we're always trying to like you think people talk, talk about there's a, i guess elon musk said this is a 20 percent simulation that's right 20 percent chance and we may have talked about this before but what's crazy to me is if someone's like oh this isn't a simulation if you're if you believe in God in the way that you come and go when you die, how is this 100% not a simulation? If you, in every religion, besides being <laughs> reincarnated, you know, maybe you are inserted and then right. you leave That's into right. a different plane. So would this all, although we're made of carbon and shit, is this not still a simulation of some sort that we're already in, but self-admittedly by our all of our ancient teachings? Does this not show you the exactly what you're saying in the sense that people want to that it, he's they we want it recreate that we, we want it we, we want to live. The, tell me right now if you got into a truck in that situation that all you're trying to do because that's all video games are they literally are like music or anything else that takes you away or a movie a movie it takes you out of where you're at so that you cannot think about. Right. There's the escape. But also, I mean, you go back to Genesis and you just talk about us being created in God's image. If that's 
the truth, then we would naturally want to have the ability to do to that. want to create stuff. That's right. And make stuff. But also there's a, what you're saying is kind of painting an alternate universe in which you can be yourself in maybe in here in this reality. It's, it sucks. You get but shit do, on all but the does time. it suck? Well, yeah. Okay. I, I, I get that part. But I, when I play, for instance, a Tom Clancy video game, I like the idea of, of a Navy SEAL. And, and, and it would be great to jump out of a plane and do a mission and that kind of thing. But it's not something that I would really do. I don't. My heart's not in training and doing all these things that some people want to do. And some people are born to be in the military. And, right? You know what I'm saying? But but a part of me thinks it's interesting to do just to see what it would be like to feel whatever that is. And that's what that's what those types of things do. You know, like these people maybe not they don't want to be truck drivers, but they would. They, but I have thought about driving a truck. You know, when you hear a commercial on on the radio, whatever, it's like you forty five thousand dollars, all the benefits. We'll take care of the truck, and you're just like, man, it would be kind of cool. If you just you were your own boss and you were driving across the country and you just got to see all the, but I don't. I mean, I it would be neat once pissing in jugs, throwing well, them out the window. <laughs> it's basically doing different things without actually, like you said, putting in the actual effort to do it in real life, right? So, right. like you know, getting that adrenaline rush of jumping out of a helicopter without going and training for six months, you know, and then be like, well, you didn't train, so you just died, but not in real life. So, <laughs> effort, you know? The effort and the risk. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's what three. That's what this uh, Oculus stuff is. I mean, it's the beginning mm -hmm. of really going into the next level of simulation. I mean, Wally. As funny as that sounds to say, there is some Orwellian aspect to that 1984 thing with 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 you know the idea that people at some point in time this technology is only going to get better. You know, it's only going to get better. This 3D stuff where you put on glasses and you just live in that world. Literally, you are in it. It's only going to be a matter of time before it's it's part of your senses. How do you know that's not what you're already in? Exactly. Yeah. When yeah. you die and you wake yeah. up. And what if what if five minutes has gone by and all this was was you get you're you're a you get to mature your soul over a hundred years in five minutes. Okay. Does that time and space doesn't exist theoretically? Does that change like, how you live? That's my question about I, everything. I don't overthink. I mean, I, I'll go through phases where I'll, I'll want to overthink this kind of shit mm -hmm. just because it's fun to try to, well, I guess I don't know if it's fun, but it's, there's something to it just to, to try to understand something that you never will. We're not, I don't know if we're capable, but it's, I spend most of my life just rolling with the, the way it should, you know, just with, with life. But, but I do, like most of us, we all wonder shit and we all want to try to figure out the meaning of life and all the other obvious I, stuff. I, you know? I, my, my thing is, I don't understand. Nobody can explain to me how to be present. That's the one thing I cannot, as much as I try to read and, 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 and everything, I can't be present. Have you seen Scrooged with Bill Murray? Yeah. That'd do a lot for you. No. You learn to be be present. You're kind of the Bill Murray of my friends in that movie. The fact that you call me a friend is probably the nicest thing that's happened <laughs> no, to me. So Chris and I, <laughs> I, we've known each other a million years, as, as you guys have. And he, he d didn't think I would, like, remember him over and over and over. So he came up to me, hey, uh, uh, unless he was just messing with me, but he was just like, 
you're uh, Chris Weaver. I'm like, I know I'm like a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of uh, of his singing. I mean, I wouldn't watch him many times. And I don't care what country we were in, he would still come reintroduce himself. <laughs> that should just be a thing. Just yeah. each time. It had, hey, Chris it, Weaver. And it became, <laughs> it became a thing. That, uh, you know what, though? Honestly, it's because every time I've, you know, even especially in the early times, uh, you know, it was always partying mode. Do you have any weed? Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I have his weed. Just, <laughs> I, I was just wondering because if he did, I was going to call the cops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Up yours, Andy. So I don't trust you. For some reason, I don't trust you, Chris Weaver. Uh, Are you a cop? <laughs> uh, Jared, can we take a quick break and... Can you play a song or you're not feeling it tonight? Oh, my God. Yeah, you want to skip it? or um, We can skip it. I need I, it for the mu- music segment, actually. Well, Can I, we play a song? What about, what about if we all listen to a song I just put out? I think we... Can we do that? We, it'll just we be cut. try to do something It'll cool. just be cut. Uh, is it on YouTube? No, I, I can uh, send, yeah. send it over. Yeah, yeah, send it over. Yeah, absolutely. I just needed it. Can you just sit up here with the guitar and pretend like you're playing it? For this music segment, <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> Let's take lo- your own song. I, I love playing. I love playing music. Hey, could you come Obviously, over tomorrow but, and play? <laughs> but here's the deal: I have this music. We seg- didn't sound. No, <laughs> Why don't you sing one? I don't do it on my own show. That's, well, that's gross. your. Well, that's, that's, that's like that's, that's like wearing your own t-shirt or hat. Hey, <laughs> hey, there's some people. There's seen a few people. Oh, I'm in the music industry that can do it and pull it off. Like who? Name one. Garth and Hank Jr. Garth, but they don't do that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, first time I saw Hank Jr. in concert, he had a Hank Jr. T-shirt on, and it was awesome. <laughs> and Garth doesn't wear that. Oh, oh, he smokes him in the face. Garth just wears it. Just it's, it's it says G on it. It was sitting there, so he just grabs it. It's yeah, but that could be any shirt. G. I love this shirt. But it's his awesome. Font. I mean, he he can pull it off. Yeah, Hank can pull it off. I mean, I imagine like I'm trying to think. I'm sure some other people could pull it off. I've never seen anybody wear their own stuff before. I mean, now I'm I've seen, sponsored by Titan Motoring. No, so. well, but you. You're disgusting. That looks cool. <laughs> no, let's Dude, just say it like seen, it is. He's gross. I had an old roommate that that just had moved to town. And was, you know, like we all were playing bars and stuff. And he would wear his own merch all the time. And it wasn't cool, right? No, no, it's it not bizarre. cool. Like I said, I mean, it it's takes bizarre. 130 plus re- million records, but, I but, guess. I mean, is that not what, where did safe. that come from? It's you should wear your own merch. Like you're the biggest salesperson for it. You can't wear it. I, that doesn't make that never made any sense to me. Never made well, any just, sense. To I me. mean, it, it even kind of goes it, as far as like for me when I go see a band, I go see a band live. I rarely wear the like a band. Like if I go to a concert, I usually don't wear their that, their, their stuff. stuff. You wear like Aerosmith or something ACDC else. Sure, or a cat. So I just I don't know why it's just kind of like pedestrian or something. You know, I don't know why. Well, so from a business standpoint, though, right? Like when you're an artist, that's your brand, right? So like, you should be wearing your brand. I'm always you, right. You think that, brand. but in in in. The music world, you don't wear your own stuff. That's I find that interesting. Well, well but you've learned something. Like if your picture's on it, I mean. Well, that's it, a little odd. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the kind of shit people do. It's 
Well, in your sense, though, it's too, with like Titan, bizarre. it's more like a, that's a brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're selling a, a service. Yeah, it's a lifestyle, right? And yeah. that's, it makes perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you 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 know, boats and hose. I mean, that's that's old Titan Motoring Sports. <laughs> that's more acceptable to me. <laughs> I mean, uh, Titan Motoring Sports says boats and hose. <laughs> In all the right places. In all the right places. <laughs> so, um, is Tom Brady a racist for beating Mahomes <laughs> during Black History Month? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jared, go ahead. I want to get this on uh, TMZ. I want to get your response on TMZ. No, uh, last week, <laughs> I, I'm just trying to figure out something to say while Jared hunts for whatever he's looking for. But last week, uh, uh, Tom Brady was a uh, trending on Twitter for being a racist for beating Mahomes uh, during Black History Month. I'm going to lean on uh, Jared Neiman for his response. <laughs> <on that question. laughs> so Tom Brady passes the Lombardi Trophy from one boat to another. Yes. Yeah, okay, you saw this? Yeah. The, the daughter of the silversmith group that makes the Lombardi Trophy wants a personal apology... From Tom Brady for throwing that. For, for and she lost two nights sleep. It's the article I sent you earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She lost two nights sleep. Well, I we mean, pl- everybody caught it. Two nights so, I mean, sleep. There was no dropping, right? Right. It doesn't matter. Exactly. You're, they better not. They're football players. Well, that doesn't matter. Andy, I, I just hit you on the airdrop. Oh, perfect. Okay, so once you do oh, this, Andy. Once you do this. So once we put this on, I need to make sure that I can use this as the cheap way that we do music on this show yeah, now. Yeah, you should because... I own it and played on it, and I'll, there's nobody to pay. Okay, well, here's Trust the problem. Me. Here's the problem. That we're, this is going to get trimmed out of the show. No, it's then you know what? It's going to get trimmed then, out of the show. Don't waste, waste your time. <laughs> just just give a plug that I ask everybody. No, I have to have a music segment. <sighs> then give me that damn guitar. I mean, I know oh, like three right. or four chords. No, we're going to do it like this. I'm just teasing. <laughs> no, I love playing music, but just... No, it just we've been pisses drinking. me off that you're such a, a great singer and you won't play anything, and all your fans are listening and you're just being a dick. Uh, I'm gonna say that uh, there's now no, you're good. <laughs> there's enough fans for you to to make a dent, but not we can not you. we can hear this if you want. Yeah, okay. this is Jared Neiman. All right, so tell so, us about the song. Well, so I wrote this to my buddy Dan Smalley, and I like I said over COVID didn't have access to any musicians and I, you know, went to school for music and all that. And I thought, well, all you got to do is play it right once and just kept messing around, dug through a lot of uh, different elements. But then I remember I told you I learned to play the lap steel. So I played the lap steel solo in this, uh, in this song. And, oh, cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of, you you, you saw that lap steel. He, I didn't see it. No, I don't think so. Oh, well, maybe at the house. No, yeah, it, I think I saw when it you the were house. there. Like, he, yeah. we went. He went down and we pl- he played a little bit for it. I, like, I, I think that's I the play. coolest instrument. I don't understand. You understand the notes, and I, and I never did that. Like, it was just I understand chords, but I don't understand why they go together. But it's just you're right. That helps. But it, it's also you got a great ear. It would just be taking the time to just hear what goes together on that instrument and that voice. Is that your favorite instrument right now? Yeah, I man. I can play. it. It better than any Guitar. other instrument. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That yeah, is awesome. I could do Just the, to be clear, the first for the, day. The people at home, the I Guitar can't. Hero guy is not playing in any yeah, of this, this is, that we're about to listen this is not You're the, not going to hire him. The Guitar Hero. Because I have him I'm on the, the phone gu- right now. I have him Euro. on the phone right now. <laughs> he, he probably, he might be a great, he's right, probably a let, great guitar player. Let's watch the last one. 
I want to watch the last one. Because he finishes off. Oh, my God. He finishes off. He finishes? He finishes. What a bastard. Let's do this. Let's do this. Look at the concentration. I mean, the 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 tapping is unbelievable. But look at this shit. He's hitting all those notes. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm out. He says you're welcome. Watch this. Isn't this some? Yes, it is. It's one of the sections in the Olympian. Yes, it is. Look. I think I'm done for the day. I think I'm done. Time for a break. I need a break. Uh, the meatloaf milkshake. <laughs> he deserves it after that. Dude, sure does. Okay. Why I'm saying that is that's three hours and 12 minutes. I've never seen anybody go go up there and do, do that deal on an actual guitar hero. Guitar hero. Guitar. Right. But that's the only way. If you ever tried hard, uh, I think hard was the top level. Well, that means he can obviously play real guitar. He's, I get, I would guess. I don't think that means anything I because know. I don't know. Look, man. that's a button. You know what? It, you can't just do that with straight. I, I you have to be way sake. more. I just hope for his sake he's applied that to real musicianship because what also no one's thinking about is his timing. The, the, As the like timing. He, he has the drummer. The timing of a drummer. I mean, some of those are you know thirty second notes that he's playing. So basically, Tom Brady's a racist. That's what I got out of this whole game. Jared Neiman said that. No, please don't do that here. Jared Neiman did not say that. That was done by Twitter people as a joke. I think it was a joke, but if you go look it up, it's really ridiculous. That is crazy. There must have been thousands and thousands of people on Twitter, joking or not, Tom Brady was a racist for beating Mahomes during the Super Bowl, during... Black and the metal smith thing is legit. Legit. What a what a joke. This guy's won seven Heisman trophies. <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even throw your trophy. And you can't even throw this three life achievement award. <laughs> he has won three Grammys, seven Heismans, <laughs> and a partridge. And a partridge and a pear tree. No, I mean it, it's just, You can't just think about it. everybody used to, you know, always want to hate on Brady. Because he always, How do you now always winning? But they're like, oh, it's Belichick. It's Belichick. It's them as a team. And then he did it. He did it. So now everybody's just looking for another reason to bring him down. And so I will say this. Gronkowski Gronkowski Gronkowski. and Brown, which, you know, I'm a Steelers fan for my whole life. And so Brown leaving and the way he did and all the shit that happened to him, him coming back there, that was kind of neat, whatever. Gronkowski didn't do anything all season. And so I, because, and I, you want to know how I know this DraftKings. So came into Tennessee like a year ago, like where you could do it in Tennessee or whatever. So I, I, I've, I've heard about people talk, you know, like betting on this stuff. Tyler, right. I mean, didn't he, wasn't he doing some, not DraftKings, but the other, he was oh. betting on sports. Yeah, so, I think he's on. I think he does DraftKings. So it's been a couple of years they've been here. Yeah, yeah, he does it often. I don't know if he's been doing it well during the football season. Yeah, during the football definitely season, definitely does. So I wanted, I wanted to try it out. You know, it's a, it's hard. It's you know, you think it, you know, you just go in and pick the players, the best players or whatever, but it's you can't do that. But Gronkowski, I didn't realize he didn't do shit all year, and so if you were a DraftKings guy. And you were going Until. the the freaking Super Bowl, and so if you're if you so if you've been working with the DraftKings for 
all season for Tampa Bay. You, you, Gronkowski and uh, Brady, you were always hitting them. You were always using them. But Gronkowski wasn't doing anything. And so that's how these DraftKings and stuff work because it really people pick just the top 10 players or whatever. But when they get hurt in the in the game or they don't do anything and the secondary guy does then they make all that's how they're making all their but money. Gronk, think about it. everybody thought once Tom Brady called up Gronk and got him back in that everyone's going to cover the shit out of him in every game. They didn't. And and what was smart by everybody covering him he became kind of fell off the radar oddly enough in the Super Bowl to an extent but also he's good enough big enough that it when he's getting covered by single coverage, he's going to win. And that's what he's always done. How long did you play football? You played football, right? Yeah. Like in college? Or? Well, I got out of the pros. and <laughs> No, man. So I, I was actually on a – I went to a school that they went to state seven years in a row. And I was lucky enough – I went, was on four of the teams. Obviously, Damn. my freshman year, I was only like on kickoff return. And then I was lucky – lucky enough to, to, to step up after that. But I always wanted to do music and there were guys that were on second string that, I mean, our, our coach was the president of the, the coaches association of our state. So anybody that he suggested would get at least a scholarship at a junior college or something, but I always wanted music. So I, we, I, I never really pursued it, but I remember once we got back from our state game, our coach gave us a piece of paper that says, do you want to play college football? Yes or no. It was that simple. And I checked no. No and, kidding. And from all the colleges that you hear from just randomly just vanished because he was in cahoots with all of them and just said, well, this is it, it was just pretty cut and dry. I mean, it's no smart. Shit. You don't have to. So, I mean, are you happy about that now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause here, here's the deal. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, don't have the size my God! For, I, mean, I have the size. That, to me, that doesn't make any I sense. I have size, but I mean, there's people that are small that have been anomalies and done this. But I'm just saying, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I like to get down and dirty into the, yeah, the thick of things. And man, you're, I, you're, you're just a anomaly to me. I mean, sometimes when you hug me and hold me, when you really get in there, it's really awesome. I mean, you're, you're just a. I like, I like to stop your heart with a hug. <laughs> For one beat. I'm pretty sure that he wants to stop it for other reasons, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Uh, do we have that pulled up? Yep. Okay, everybody. Jared Neiman's new song. What, so tell us about the song again. It's called A Lifetime of Dancing to Do. It's about whenever you you know, you know find that one that you're like, damn. And it's just kind of symbolic about, obviously, there's been many songs that symbolize life in a dance. But this one actually, you know, kind of has the uh, the thought of a real dance with the with the symbolic. But it's 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 just a good a good love song if you want to make out a little bit. All right, well, Jared Neiman, everybody, on how valid is the validity? Can you play that, Andy? Or are you just going to tease me? Playing it now. Where, where is it at? I don't know. Can you play it for me? I'm playing it. Right now. Actually, I'm gonna start it over. Sorry. Yeah. Please. Favorite song, and don't mind me, dog. 
Jared Neiman, everybody. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you back next month. We're having you again. Let's do it once a month. Once a month. Let's do it. So I'm kind of like your PMS. No. <laughs> you, you get yeah, in bad moods. Because you're a bloody fool. <laughs> oh, my God. I got gross, huh? No, I just figure I could. Yeah, once a month. Yeah, my PMS. I quit, I quit while I'm behind. Phil from Titan Motoring Sports and John from Modern Media. From heaven. Nobody knows. Oh, shucks. Uh, Phil, so are you going to come back and sponsor the show again? Absolutely. All right. Are you going <laughs> to call? Hey, for everybody yeah, out yeah. there, I just want to say everybody that listens to this, Titan Motoring in Nashville, Tennessee is not only the best in Nashville or Tennessee, but it's 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 the best in the world that, that takes whatever, whatever you have in mind. I don't care if you walk in with a drawing you did on your kitchen table that looks like a like, like a, a drawing off from your kitchen a, table. A, a tank, a tank and a unicorn hybrid. <laughs> Phil figured or put it out. A gigantic motor. He'll figure it out. And I promise, just and just check out what's your website? It's titanmotoring.net. Titanmotoring.net. Yeah, titanmotoringsports. And and, ap, and after oh. uh, midnight, it's titanmotoring.md. <laughs> 
get lifted. What is the website again? Titanmotoring.net. Titanmotoring.net. Andy, one show your face one more time. Yeah, Andy. Oh, I got to turn God, my camera around. God loves you. <laughs> I had you guys. Oh. Hey, Andy. Oh. <laughs> Andy's yeah. getting rid of the mullet next week. We're going to miss what? it. I think so. Uh, Dude, think I'm so. glad you told me that. Why? I, I could actually prepare because, I, I you know. When you, you don't like out, it. You don't like it. When you hang out with somebody, you know them as they are, and then they do a change. It throws you off. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I feel like he because he's got a little country, a little rock and roll in him. He knows his, he knows the the deep deep cuts in country music yeah well, that's but he the also truth. needs he also has the deep deep thoughts outside of oh yeah he's got some deep you know, thoughts yeah, outside I mean, of yeah he, he, he's he's a great hang and great to talk he to is. So oh well thank you the the, the uh, it's not a mullet that, oh that's, it's a fucking oh it is mullet, a mullet yeah. i just always saw it uh, oh, oh god you pull it off maybe a rat tail uh, how about you go from a, a rat tail to a duck tail and then I'll still No, no, wean, there's wean no off. rat tail. Wean me off. No, no, wean, wean me off. Wean, wean me, me off. off. I need a rat tail, duck tail. Hey, Billy Joel, uh, wean away your way burr. out of this one. I've cut like 35 pounds. And, and then I a burr. The you you kind of got a burr. Huh? Yeah. Remember the old term, the burr? Burr. The haircut? Yep. John? The, the, a little burr? That's pretty simple. You know, a military cut, like the old, they're called a burr back in the day. I'm really surprised at how I great John's you. radio voice is. Let me hear let's your hear, radio let's hear it. What are we listening to? Oh, Nikes. Hey, what are now. we listening to? Did you see that? Did you see him go into Hello. Transformer mode? <laughs> he sounds good. He sounds good on that Wanna mic. Want to tickle mine? Richard thought I was you. Optimus <laughs> Prime. <laughs> with your bumblebee. Optimus oh. Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do sound like a little bit like that. True. Too Did you? But when you put a camera Bumblebee. and a mic in somebody's face, all of a sudden they go from, hey, I just thought I was just going to, what are you doing later? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's even guys that work in radio that we all know that oh, will my. tell you they kind of, yeah. they, that, that they'll change their voice. Like, yeah, man. Oh, you're on the, <laughs> 69, 69, K-U-N. Did you, were you KKW in Morgantown, West K-K- Virginia? Yes. John, right. Big John. He big was John. yes, Big John. But you know what I'm talking about. He yeah. was one of those guys. Big John was. Uh, he was one of those guys that was just like, "Hey man, what's going on? How things?" Big John on ninety nine point five. Squirrels and shit are coming out of their holes, and like ear bleeds and nose bleeds, and all those weird frequencies. I swear that if you don't come here once a month, then I'm not welcome back. Really, not welcome back. You know I, what? Yeah, I'd come hang out with you anytime. Even if, uh, all right. Even then, if you're trying to ruin like, my life, <laughs> get me to feed me alcohol, TMZ. Get me to say shit. TMZ. That's I, what I, I've already been on TMZ. Uh, I don't okay. care. I'm just, uh, you know, I haven't. So I'm hoping you use you to get there. <laughs> well, I'm keep, trying hey, to get. keep it up. <laughs> you're doing good. Hey, listen, everybody, I love you. John, Jared Neiman, John Neiman. Phil Neiman and uh, Andy Andy Neiman. Screw it. Why not? And by the way, the more the merrier. Andy, just as my last note, is playing bluegrass, Mm. Tin Roof Demumbrian, or Tin Roof Downtown. Broadway, yep. Every Sunday. We need to go do that. Yeah, you guys need to come down. That is an experience of a lifetime. Has it become kind of the the new station in Hang? Uh, Not yet. I'm kind of hoping to curate like a new bluegrass community. It'd be kind of nice. It's such a special, yeah. It's special, special to me, man. For man, it, it's it's legit. And you can't play bluegrass and suck. You got to no. I mean, that's a, well. That's a, that that is exactly just, right. I mean, 
you shouldn't be able to play anything and suck, but you can kind of hide between between a bunch of effects and a bunch of bullshit and normal music. But bluegrass is not only so acoustic, game, especially when it's cooking mm-hmm. and the hot picket. I mean, man, you you got to be his whole family, have, including his brother, which is probably better than him on this, right? Yeah, is he? My brother's gnarly, unbelievable, gnarly. Music. But his whole family. Play? What, what, uh, what anything? I mean, oh, uh, he plays. He mainly plays guitar right now, but he he loves like Clarence White and uh, so all that kind of so stuff. He's a flat picking fool. Flat picking fool. Yeah, he's got a B bender. Uh, actually, he just graduated high school this past year, twenty twenty. Oh my god! And my yeah. parents, my dad got him a show bud. He got him a. Uh, got him a yeah, it's a kidding? pedal steel. Dude, the uh, show buds are legit. That's pretty nice. What is that? Uh, it's a it's pedal steel. So it, that's the all the all the pedals on the floor. Well, yeah. it, dep- wow. well, it p- depends how. Buddy Emmons is the one that he's a legendary guitar player yeah. who started that company. But it uh, it's however you want to get it set up because right now, if you're in the studio, who do you call for pedal steel? Ghostbuster. Yeah. No, no seriously, uh, man. Is I, there? Uh, I mean, because there's not many people anymore. Okay. Well, Scott Sanders is amazing, and of course, oh, Paul, wow. Paul Franklin Jr. He's Paul Franklin Jr. is the best. Like he's just the most bizarre creative mind that somehow has just i mean he has everything that you could want but in addition like mike johnson scott sanders they're all amazing but scott uh, scott sanders is the one you said first yeah i mean i just he's that's the one i've heard of and the only one though i mean i remember when west hightower back in those days like singing well not just singing but like what i remember west was a group part of a group that sang on everybody's stuff, backgrounds or whatever. But there was also six or seven, six or seven uh, that I can remember uh, steel players that was also in the same group. So he played with different people and they would come downtown and play with the the artists that were, you know, the, the bands that were playing downtown. And it just got over, that was 2007. And it just, the years you just saw it and it just became one guy. You know, I'm t- you know what I'm talking about, Andy? The yeah. guy with the cowboy hat that plays with everybody that had anything to do with Craig Campbell. Yeah. That was the with last his, bit of... his band? Wasn't that dude... He was on tour... He, he Yeah, with, he was uh, with... with uh, Wilson or, or... Brooks and Dunn. Was it, oh, yeah, Brooks and Dunn. Brooks he was Dunn. with Brooks and Dunn, but my point being is, like, he used to play... And so, I remember Wes being down there playing, singing with Randy Nations back in the dude. day... Wednesday night was it? Wait, no Monday Tuesday, nights. Monday nights. Monday nights rock night. Yeah, yeah. At the stage, we, and that was the only we, time they ever played rock music. Guys. Oh, it was crazy. It was great. Back it when was you could great. smoke in the stage. <laughs> well, I mean, it, yeah, it was good times. Great old. There's still a bunch of guys around. They, yeah, they're still around, but nobody, no young, no young people that are coming in downtown. Yeah. And Wes Wes Cook was here yesterday, and he was talking about how it's even hard for him that has been playing downtown for nine or 10 years to keep his job for some of the new people that are coming in who don't, who you can pay him 30 bucks a man. Mm -hmm. They just want the job, right? So the same stuff that's been going on for years and years, except COVID shrunk it down even further to the amount of bands and, and, the bars are trying to pay bands less. So Wes Cook, who's been down there for 10 years making that got himself up to a certain amount of level, a certain level is finding it harder to keep the jobs because the young guys will take less money and they'll play. 
And so that, but they're not hiring steel guitar players. They're not hiring fiddle players. They're not, it's just. Yeah. Cause the, the, the mandates or what are the restrictions were for, for people on stage. And but, but Jared, let's just say it's five. Let's just say it's a five person band. Nobody thinks fit, uh, fiddle or steel anymore downtown, even in downtown right. Nashville. Well, and for everybody listening, it's not because they don't like no. music. It's, it's just because for the, what you need to fill up, fill, the, fill right. the stage with sound. So you'd most likely go with a keyboard player because it's when they go to the organ sounds and the, the whirly and all, I mean, all that stuff, the electric piano stuff, it's just going to fill up the sound and it's just, uh, it's what it is. But there was a point in Nashville when I, maybe I was at the tail end of it, but you saw the fiddle and you saw the pedal steel yeah. on stage downtown. It was a part of the deal. And it and it's not there anymore. Yeah, so the lap steel originated in Hawaii as the as a resonator and a resonator evolved yeah. into the lap steel, and then we adopted it over here in our old school, you know, forties, fifties country music. And then, obviously, after that, the E nine tuning instead of the C six with with the pedals and the levers all. But I thought, man, I just. I hate to see the C six like the walking up for midnight yeah. intro. Mm -hmm. All those, all that stuff was done because of the, that tuning, that Hawaiian tuning. So I just thought, man, if I'm going to get one of these, I just might as well try to take it back to Next how level. it originated. And there's just not a lot of people that play the C six because there are some restrictions on it. If you, you know, having a, the sixth note in the tune makes it different. That's it can, right. well, it can rub. It can rub notes wrong like if you sing a song and you know phil and i sang the harmonies it it could really hit some of those harmonies or even the melody whatever wrong so there's some some uh songs i'll have to i'll retune it just kind of figure out my own tuning on but it. the fact that you know how to do that is kind of cool well you could do it. you just gotta listen <laughs> no i will not hear. listen i do i don't listen <laughs> i only listen to people that play guitar hero guitars dude that guy's awesome he's pretty awesome i mean i feel like we should get him here. I feel like you could load a big old bong and smoke it while <laughs> get us room wrecked, and we could all just watch that guy. We could all each have a bean bag. He said room wrecked. We could all be in our underoos and with some Cheetos. And all right, so we're we're done. We're done. This is pretty much the show. Everybody knows what our plan is. Titan now. Motoring Sports, Modern Media Geeks, everybody, Jared Neiman. Next week, we got uh, Brian Erlacher and Chris Schrader as our music guest. It, Brian Erlacher from the Bears is going to be on it. Do you and got he Erlacher coming? Actually, Dude, he do, and he does not give a shit. He's great. I'm more he does not give be, a shit. I'm more chuckling so, about Chris Schrader myself. Oh, uh, uh, whatever. Oh, shit. Well, music <laughs> guest. It's going to be great. Next week, tune in. How Ballers of Validity. Thank you guys so much tonight. Uh, and, and Jared's new song, Hold On. That's how the chorus starts, yeah. No, how, what's it's the name of the, the lifetime, lifetime of dancing to do, you asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Have you two met? I always go, no, YouTube, <laughs> we've met on YouTube. Research your guests. Chris Weaver, Chris Weaver. Hey, you got to get that on YouTube so Kiss you watch it. Andy, I love you. How love about you. Is We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Not very. Bye, I screw off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god